The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back to the Starry Night Theater Podcast. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm your other host, DJ. And today, can you believe it? We made it to our second 10th episode. Our second 10th episode. It's our a milestone. That's a milestone. It is. Second 10. Second 10. And to celebrate, we have two loyal podcast listeners on, but we'll get to them in a little bit. Yes. Um, you wanted to talk about... Oh, that's right. I, thought, I was waiting for your beef. <laughs> You don't have beef. Wow, I We're said gonna, beef I'm was sorry. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. It's our wow. usual thing now. Come on. Um, our guests are the ones with the beef today. So Alex and I are going to hold our beefs until next week, and our guests will go crazy on the mics in a little bit. First, I want to talk about auditions. Sean Poland and I ran auditions. It's the first time in forever in this company that my father or my mother have not been involved in the audition process for a musical. So that is massive. And I definitely felt the weight of that throughout the whole thing. Very scary. But we had a great turnout, really great turnout, so much talent. So it was a it was a good process. It was a it was a Yeah, how many people came out? Um that is privileged information. Oh, okay, sorry. Didn't know um because <laughs> then I yeah. I don't want the people who didn't get cast to Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Well, then they'll start yeah. doing math and <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that to happen. So, yeah, I mean, we had a really great turnout, though, um, and we have a huge cast. Oh, my God. And and we added Alex to the cast. Congratulations, Alex. I know. That's crazy. Alex is now a proud member of the Sweeney Talk cast. I am. Um, and also people who weren't listed, like Ryan, Callum, and Nat, said that they're all going to help. So we have a over 40-person cast Wow. for the first time in forever. I can't even remember the last time we had... This big of a cast. And as a director, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. That can be overwhelming. Yeah. It's, it is. it is. It's already overwhelming. But I'm, I'm excited to <laughs> get started. Because it's like, I need to know where each and every single one of these 40 people have to stand at each part of every minute they're on stage. And it's a lot. But I think I already have it. So wow. okay. I'm ready. Well. I'm ready. And uh, so Julie was asking about costumes because mm-hmm. I want – I'm doing the, the, the ensemble different. Like they're going to be the, the, like more of a chorus, a Greek chorus type of deal. And um, I, I want to go with like Super Tim Burton with style and stuff. And she's like, so I'm going to make the cloaks. How many people do you think you'll have in the, in the chorus and the ensemble? And I was like, um, I don't know. Like I'm banking on like 10 or 12 people. And we have 30. <laughs> so um, a slight jump, a slight miscalculation on my part. But, yeah, I, I, the more people, the better, I think. 
Yeah, I think it's going to yep. be great. Honestly, I think this is a big undertaking for you, but I yeah. feel like Sweeney Todd is a crazy musical to do for community theater. Yeah. And a crazy one to start with. Yeah. That's what Sean keeps saying. Because I'm like, I, we're talking about stuff for, we already have Jesus Christ Superstar next year. And we're talking about stuff beyond that. Because we don't want to slow down from doing the big stuff. We still have to prove ourselves and catch up to Deb and Joanne and my dad. So um, we're talking all these big musicals. And I'm like, I don't know that we could do this. He said, honestly, anything will be easier than Sweeney Todd. He said, you picked the hardest one to start with. <laughs> so I thought so, too. <laughs> I was like, wow, you're really going out. I well, when we picked it, I didn't necessarily know that I was going to direct it. Oh, okay. But it just fell into my lap, and I loved it because I I picked it. So I'm grateful that it fell into my lap, and I'm grateful and excited to start. I'm grateful and excited to start too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we can talk more about auditions, but the two people in the room were part of auditions, so let's introduce them. Do you want to introduce them? Yes. The one and only lovely Jenna Montesanti. <laughs> oh my god, hi everyone. <laughs> I love being here. Yeah. I already feel like I can't feel the bottom of my feet. I'm so excited <laughs> oh to be god. here. <laughs> in a closet. Yeah. And a 200 degree closet. The fans yeah. are feeling a, pretty good though. Yeah. Is yeah, this one yeah. on? Yeah. That is on. Okay, how about That's not you? Oscillating. You introduce. Okay. Um, you want me to say who I am? Yeah. Oh, I'm Mrs. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Jenna. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that works. <laughs> um, by the way, Jenna. Yeah. I just didn't. I'll introduce mine as the Sweeney, my Sweeney Todd, Sean Aww. Ward. Hello, hello. Thank you very much for. Thank, thank you both you. of you for for being here. My pleasure. I yeah. let you know last minute. So yes, thank you. <laughs> Long time listener, first time guest. Same, same here. Yeah, that's. Thank you both for listening. Yeah, you always say something about the podcast. I'm like, oh my God, they actually listen. That's I so know. nice. I'm always yelling it. something about the podcast. <laughs> two cents. Well, I'm surprised that you like actually listen week after week because you just recently joined yeah. theater. So I'm a newbie. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is awesome. Like I, I was talking about a year ago when we found out that we're doing Sweeney. And like I said before, I didn't know I was directing, but like I, you always have to think about who, who could possibly be in it and who could be right for parts. So instantly I thought Jenna, because I just I'm a big fan of your voice, I'm so um, <laughs> like I, yeah, I just it, I felt like a good fit. Obviously, it is a good fit, and um, I didn't even know you, Sean, a year ago. Nope. So look at that. Look at that for anyone who says that we precast. Um, <laughs> uh, well, you just kind of. <laughs> no, I said you're only half Jenna, right. You are like because <laughs> no, I'm like I'm like okay. You are very talented, so I'm like, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool if she auditioned for it. But then you weren't auditioning, so I'm like, okay, we'll move on. Right. And so I had multiple, you multiple auditioning. No, well, my, listen, my schedule's up in the air, in the ground. I can't believe you weren't going to audition for Sweeney Todd. Listen, uh, so anyway, let's move on. So I had I had multiple different. I'm like, okay, so I got to change that, and I did, and I changed it multiple times, and now here we are. So stuff happens, and then you came out, and you're talented. Like I knew you were, so it's like, okay. That that happens, yeah. but like Sean, I didn't know Sean. And if you look at this cast compared to other musical casts, Jenna's been in one musical he, yeah. with us, and Brad Gelber is the only other one in the main cast who has been in another musical with us, and that was almost a decade ago. Wow! Mm-hmm. So he was in one or two. He did a couple. He was oh. in Oklahoma and Cabaret, uh, maybe more. I don't know. That might be it. Mm-hmm. Also very talented. So. 
yeah, I mean, you look at that, it's like it's a whole completely new group of people leading this musical. So I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. Now, all right. Yeah, you want to introduce our beef? Oh yeah. So we yeah. have we obviously have the beef segment. So DJ and I don't have anything this week, but our guests do. So yeah. please, whoever wants to go first. Uh, yeah, the minute I was told I get to have beef, I knew exactly who <laughs> I was going to have beef with. And it's not necessarily a who. It's my ceiling fan in my bedroom. <laughs> um, I thought it was me. I no, thought you were gearing yeah, up to, to I have unload no beef. on me. I cannot have beef with a single person because everything. I can. Water, water off a duck's back. That's not true. Know? It's two people. <laughs> but my ceiling fan, three times this week, three days in a row, I've lifted up my arms, whether to take off a piece of clothing or stretch, and it nicks my fingers. <laughs> so I've almost broken both my thumbs and my finger uh, this week because of my ceiling fan. Wow. And unfortunately, I bought the wrong ceiling fan, too. It's a living room-sized ceiling <laughs> fan in my bedroom. In bedroom. Yeah, so, like, it has, like, the three lights, and it's super bright, so I never turn it on. And so, yeah. So is it really the fan's I, fault, or is it yours? And I didn't even install the fan. I got somebody else to do it. <laughs> so... Yeah, but it's got to be crazy if it's a living room fan. Like, you, you feel cool? Ooh, it's powerful. Yeah, That's yeah. for sure. I feel cool as... Can't think of anything cool right now. Cool as a cucumber. cucumber. Um, <laughs> I've never heard that one. What? No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. That's a staple. Uh... That's a staple. You can't be cool unless you're a cucumber. Okay, Larry. Okay, Larry. <laughs> we're supposed to be a team here, and if you keep turning against me, I do. this is going to be the last one I be, did too. You turn against me every episode. Every episode. That's just because I love you. Yeah, right. I don't believe it. Wow. All right, now here's my beef. This is happening right here's in front of us. <laughs> this is my beef. All right, Sean, your yeah, beef. My beef's a little more personal. <laughs> I so, think I know your beef. Yeah, DJ kind of alluded to the fact that there were auditions, and the poster says, prepare a song and come and sing it. <laughs> but our, our wonderful musical director had a little twist involved, which was, oh, yeah, just by the way, before you go up there and sing, I'm going to ask you to sing the national anthem, but I'm going to play the accompaniment wrong. And it's at that moment. Well, I had a little sneak preview because number six told me as number seven. Who is number six? Jared. Sorry, Jared. Shout out to Jared, but a negative one. Um, He's like, yeah, by the way, um, that's what he's going to do. And I was like, oh, I don't care. I'm not sure I know the words to the national anthem. Yeah. Um, So I'd get up there. I'm sitting there. Yeah. I, I think I said them. I don't know. It's history. Whatever. Yeah. So we go up there. As as we're directed, sing the song that you prepared. That's what I did. And Sean turns to me and says, great. Do you have something else you can sing? <laughs> something more menacing? Because I, I sang Joanna. And I said, from the show? And he said, yeah, ideally. And I said, not from memory, because I prepared one song as directed. And he said, okay, great. We're going to do that national anthem thing, but you're going to do it menacingly. And I was like, okay, I now have like an extra credit question on my pop quiz. This is not fun. This is not fair. It went fine, but it was just like, okay, that's one bout of psychological warfare yeah. on an unsuspecting auditioner. If if that happened to me, oh, I don't just know if I I'd, walk off stage yeah, I don't know out if the I could door. Do auditions, me and him, hmm? we had very different auditions. Me and you, yeah, yeah. Oh, also my CD didn't work, so that was fun. <laughs> Nothing I prepared for 
went as planned. It was great. So did they just play on this? Yeah. He said, oh, let me just pull up the music. I'll accompany you. He was like, okay, great. Exactly what I didn't prepare for. So um, <laughs> I think it went fine. But And then, well, okay. I think it obviously <laughs> went fine. <laughs> I, yeah, I hope so. Um, fingers crossed. Um, yeah, and then the second bout of psychological warfare comes as we're wrapping things up. And DJ says, yeah, so you, you put down in your sheet here, like, you're interested in Anthony. And I was like, well, I did just sing his song. So, like, that's pretty clear. <laughs> And he looks at me with a little smirk on his face and says, okay, we'll leave that there then. (laughs) And I don't know what that means. (laughs) And I still don't. And And I left. I left that room absolutely puzzled. (laughs) And then I waited until midnight on Wednesday, a full, I don't even know, 27 hours waiting and waiting for something <laughs> because it's not like oh the cast list will go up it was oh you choose your own adventure there might be a cast list or there might be callbacks we might adventure. reach out to you and so i'm sitting there scrolling whatever absolutely racked with anxiety <laughs> nerves whatever and i'm thinking okay every passing minute something bad is happening <laughs> so eventually that cast list goes up right around midnight and i scroll back up on my facebook feed i was like i don't want to look i don't want to look <laughs> so eventually i decide to look i look right to the line that says anthony and i see trevor's name and it's like oh man i heard him audition he was really good <laughs> so i'm like okay that that sucks and i keep looking down the list okay not this not there okay i've i've already processed all of the possibilities wink wink all the possibilities <laughs> i swipe to the page with the company on it I see that it's alphabetical. I work backwards as a W. Oh, my God. I don't find my name. I turn to my wife and I say, I'm not in the show. (laughs) And she looks at me with a look of confusion and probably tired because it's 12, 15 at this point. And she's starting to like, you know, it's it's just the first audition. Like, and I just something. I was like, I don't know who Mrs. Lovett is. So let me go back to the first slide. And I looked, and I was like, wait, I know that guy. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> and I sooner thought that after all of the psychological warfare that happened there on Tuesday night, that you were going to just, like, throw me to the street. <laughs> and I was like, I was already, I was like, you know what? I'm still going to go to crew on Saturday. I'm going to have words with DJ. I don't know what I'm going to say to him, but I'm going to say something. And before that thought could like fully crystallize, I was like, wait, I'm illiterate. (laughs) (laughs) So I did not fall asleep till 3.30 that night. And then I woke up at 6 and I worked a full day of work somehow (laughs) on pure adrenaline and sleep deprivation. Um, So it's been a fun week. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it sounds, it very, sounds vor- very normal, very well adjusted. Great storyteller. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. It's So, like, if this story wasn't on Wednesday night, it's now a great story. It yeah. was not a great story to live in first person. <laughs> right. Um, oh, I guess I lift out the, the first uh, bout of psychological warfare, which is I was going in, like you said, I'm pretty new. And so I know I've worked with DJ, but I don't know Sean. Right. And I go, okay, I got to impress DJ, and I have to make an impression on Sean. And I'm walking in, and Jen says to me, oh, yeah, Sean was really hoping you'd be here. 
And she continues walking down the hallway to do whatever she's about to do. And I am just floored. I don't know what's going on. Why is Sean talking about? Why does Sean know who I am? Why is Sean talking to you about me? Who else is talking about me? And so I was really calm going into those auditions um and i think jared was like trying to like talk me off a ledge i was like no this this has nothing to do with what happens up there like once i walk through those doors it's gonna be fine i prepared my cd (laughs) yeah no but i thought so i mean that's fine but like it's not the audition that freaks me out it's sitting there and waiting going up is fine coming back down waiting waiting for the cast list that's where yeah i can't do it anticipation no. is no. a killer but for some reason i always force myself to go on the first day see i was thinking about it and then a friend joined me uh for the second day of auditions which was thursday no wednesday, wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> literally i had such a different experience than you it sounds like it. literally i walked up there i sang the first two lines of by the sea and sean was like all right that's all i have to hear I was like, for real? He's like, yeah. I walked down the stairs. Everybody's looking at me like, that was quick. I was like, yeah. She just got big red buzzard and (laughs) sent off the stage. And then uh, I fell asleep the minute I got home because I was so racked with anxiety about the audition. I finally was released and I fell asleep before the guest list came out. I also thought that there would be callbacks. So I was like, oh, they'll do something tomorrow and the next day. And then I wake up. I don't know if the first thing I saw was your text. Because DJ texted me something very sweet. I, I keep it personal. You, know, you <laughs> kind of said it. But, I don't but, know. <laughs> but, uh, and then, yeah, then I checked the cast list. And um, very excited. Yeah, lots of new faces. Some I've seen in the previous shows, like Brad. I saw him in Cabaret. Yeah. And then um, saw you in Frankenstein. Yes, you did. And then Jared was in... Was Here he sit. Here he sit. Here he sit. And honestly, that's all coming to my. That's all that's coming to my mind right now. I was in a daze. Yeah. Leading up, I remember while I I was trying to memorize "By the Sea," and I tried to memorize the whole thing. I do sheet music when I audition, mm. just because I feel like I like to make things hard for myself. I guess because like a track, <laughs> at least the track is the same every single time. Yeah, that but was Sean, my thought. I've worked with Sean before. The first time I ever played with Sean was actually at a very vulnerable moment for me and my family. So I appreciate Sean and. Everything that he did for my family. But, um, yeah, I'm very comfortable around Sean. I love Sean. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. And DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I'll get over my beef with Sean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, though, is that we um, we know you. Like, both him and I know your voice. We know, know what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. So, like, to sit there and be like, okay, now you sing the Star Spangled Banner and you sing this yeah, whole song. Yeah, it would take it's like, forever. Ah. Especially we had just seen you in concert. Yes. Yeah, that too. That was very nice of you guys to come and pay $20 to sit for two hours. <laughs> he almost got, didn't you get charged like 20 grand? The lady like almost got, charged, <laughs> almost got charged 20 grand. <laughs> was it Linda or Dolores? No, no, they were both in the choir. They can't be it. <laughs> and my, my first card wasn't going through because it's so beaten up. And she's like, oh, this isn't happening. I'm like, oh, my God, there's money on it. I, there's money on it. I just got paid. And then uh, so I gave her my credit card. And I'm like, look, there's definitely not $20,000 on that credit card. So oh, I would I would maybe not not charge that one. Oh my yeah, God. it sounds like something they do. But so, yeah, we knew you. Um, know you still, obviously. Uh, I'm changing every day, bud. <laughs> so, so that audition was just like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll see. And then if somebody else came out and like that's that's what we're we're testing is is to hear and i've never once heard sean sing so that was the thing leading up to it and that's how sean 
Poland knew you because we've had multiple meetings before, and we went through every possible person who maybe could audition for this show. And like we're looking at likes on Instagram. Like, oh, maybe this guy. And then they have singing videos. So we literally went through everyone. And there's not one video you singing out in the world. I'll say that as well. That's maybe not true, but... Well, if you I, don't know how to use Facebook, maybe that's why. But no, Ooh. I I had I had some sources look <laughs> yeah. into it, and there I nobody could find so anything. Did you put Ari to? It? We She's stalked, very good at it. We stalked Sean like crazy, yeah. Because mm. um, I I was very curious because I'm like I know he can act the part. Uh, he, I love his work ethic. I, he loves the creepy stuff. I know all that, but I don't know if he can sing, which is very important for a musical. Yeah. So uh, I told all that to Sean. He's like, great. I, I love all that. We'll see if he can sing. I'm like, yeah. And we went through every possible person that could audition and uh, pretty much did the same thing. Like, we don't know if they can sing or we found singing videos, whatever. And, uh, yeah, we just we couldn't find anything on you. How, so. far, how far back did you go? I didn't actually do the I don't the post scrolling. a lot on Facebook. It feels like you should be able to get back to, uh, what would it be, 2014? College acapella? You, you posted <laughs> something? Oh. I was tagged in it. Uh, yeah, I didn't do the, I didn't do the looking. You, sh- you should I put Ari on it. She's You're very good. Appointment to sleuths. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not good at this. I I recognize that I am not good at this. <laughs> That's why I didn't do it. But I, I had some some people look into it, and uh, I was Your when people. you when you could sing, I was <laughs> I was very happy, very happy because yeah, I know I knew you could act the part. I knew you would work for the part, so I was hyped. And I was very confused when you did not have Sweeney on your form, which didn't, is why I asked. As my story told, I really didn't anticipate that. Yeah, I just thought you know, and it's it's funny because I purposefully did not listen to last week's podcast till after the cast list came up because I was like, if I it's too much of a a peer through the veil sort of moment that it would just exponentially increase my anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Um. So to hear Paul talking about like typecasting, I was yeah. like that that was that was that it was like I am just assigned that kind of role by default because like I don't know that's who you are. And I've always been really annoyed at that. Right. And so I'm very happy that that is... <laughs> that I'm very happy that you disagreed with me. So, yeah. thank you. On the yeah, form, yeah. is it just a preference? Or... Yeah, it was a preference. Yes. I left I left my options open, which oh, okay. for me was... Okay, yeah, I realize a lot of talented people come out. So, like, if I don't get that part, I, I, I still want to be a part of it. Like, don't kick me out. <laughs> like, I just want to be there. <laughs> I didn't really anticipate... And I mean, like, you've said so much stuff about, like, what you're looking for and that, oh, I don't necessarily want to take a typical approach. And I thought, like, oh, that's great for whoever is going to get the part. Um, <laughs> that is irrelevant to me. And I don't care. Um, so I feel like an idiot, but it's fine. <laughs> it's all fun. Well, and that's what I – and I said this on the podcast a while back was, like, even in the script, it's like a a, uh, a heavy set older man. Check, check, check. <laughs> <laughs> and and love it is like this like they, they she's I feel like she's always played dumb yeah, except for in, <laughs> God those redheads she's always played like dumb goofy except for in the movie which I know she's not a singer I understand that like and I I said this at crew like we already have better singers than than what the movie had and like I'm not just going off the movie I'm going off of the original. Broadway thing as well, but like it's, I want to go. I want to do different things from that because if the movie wasn't a thing, I don't know that I would have picked it because the original one is like okay, watch these 
heavy set old people go through this. You're struggling. You are struggling hardcore. Know. Sorry, I don't know what happened to my mic. I don't know what happened. I'm gonna have to hold it the whole time. No, I can tighten it. But somebody feel the somebody feel the dead air. Um, Wait, how can you tighten it? What show have you been in? Or have you been in any other show, Sean? You're, you're cutting ahead, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said to say Sorry, something. Guys. My foot's asleep. I can't walk. Okay. Oh, you could have just told me. Yeah, but I think I always Didn't work. It's part of the relationship. <laughs> now that's love. Love is so failing to tighten someone's microphone. So yeah, okay. So, so the way he fixed my microphone was putting the tissue box below it. Look at Beautiful. that. Look at that. Oh, you know, wow. Oh, thank you so much. MacGyver who? I tried my best, okay? I tried okay. my best. MacGyver? I barely know her. <laughs> okay, so what I was saying is, yeah, I didn't want to do the, the, the original one because it's just it's not as cool. And I don't know. And And so I think having two younger... Good-looking people is going to be much more interesting than... Wow. What a compliment. <laughs> well, I mean, neither of you look like Angela Lansbury or... Um, what's I personally face? think I look a lot like Angela <laughs> yeah. Lansbury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, it's... It, yeah. I wanted to, to go the Johnny Depp route. Because when you see Johnny Depp slit and throat, it's like, that's cool. Now, now I'm interested. But, like, you see some old dude slit and throat, it's like, eh. It's like less, too real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this may be a little too uncomfortable for me, but yeah. So that I wanted, I knew I wanted to take that approach from day one, and I didn't want to have old people in the roles because um, it's just it's more interesting. And then you guys bring are going to bring a youthful uh, energy to it, and I, I I like both your energies a lot, and I think I think you're going to mash really well together. Yeah, yesterday is an oh, indication of yeah. <laughs> our sort of vibe check. Oh, it, yeah, yeah. We yeah. We were vibe checking each other left and right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, were, yeah. Were there any older people who did audition? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of – we had a great range of, of age. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of the, – the, the whole cast is so incredibly talented. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, so, like – the range was really cool because there were a bunch of like 17, 18 year olds that came out and like, I hope that they have like a great experience with this show and being part of the show that they continue to come back and grow and can, can take over the lead parts and do stuff like that. Cause they are very talented, but like I didn't to like put an 18 year old in as, as Sweeney is maybe too big of a jump, definitely too big of a jump. So like to keep growing and keep, uh, just growing as a singer and improving as a singer, um, I'd love to have them around. And then we had um, like just people in the middle, like you guys and, and Jared and all them who were fantastic. So And, and the, the uh, ensemble's full of, of just really great talent. So, so the range was great. And then the, the older people that came out, also great. So like it was just talent all over this, the, the place. It, it made our, our decisions hard, but I don't know. I, and Sean and I were on the same page throughout the entire thing, which is the best part. He would get up and come back, and it went it went past nine both nights, and it's supposed to end at eight thirty. But <laughs> auditions went past nine both nights, which is great. We had so many people. So Sean would turn around and, and say something, and I'm like, hey, "That's exactly what I was thinking, exactly what I wrote down." So I love that we're already like, boom, one mind, going going to work on this. Yeah. Which, which, if your your cast is one of the main parts, is better for you because you had two votes. <laughs> Usually, it's like one vote versus one vote, and it's a real struggle, but. And that's when callbacks would have came in. And that's why we didn't need callbacks because uh, 
there is so much talent, but we figured it out pretty quickly afterwards. I mean, but it took a while to get up there. Putting names in alphabetical order, ah, there's so many names, and I'm looking through them, and oh, is this an A? Is this a B? People, well, I need to write on the forms. Please use legible handwriting. Please, I'm begging you. I'm begging you, and leave because I do it too. I you have like the the the, the print that's half cursive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't know what this letter is, I, and I have to spell these people's names. So that's the most stressful part. Did you learn cursive in school? Yes. Okay. Me too. Yeah, so it completely destroyed my writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my S's never look. <laughs> yeah. I just do a cursive S with like other print, and I'm just like, what the? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And some some of the things I've seen on these forms are like, this is not even cursive. It's not print. I don't know what this is. So trying to transfer that to the computer is mm-hmm. – Carla's really great at it. So she was on FaceTime when I was going through it, and I would just like <laughs> point the form, the phone at the form, oh, and she's God. like, oh, that, that's got to be an N. And then she'll look them up on Facebook to make sure that it matches. I was going to say, you guys probably stalked some people to get their names right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He was better handwriting. I don't know. (laughs) 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 Um, All right. So that that was that. Uh, Yesterday, we had a great turnout to crew. All four of us were there. Mm -hmm. So thank Mm -hmm. you for that. That was... That was a good a good time. It's pretty much redoing everything we did the previous weeks. But um Lovely. That's what happens. It's a moving, growing thing and it's gonna change again. So Oh that door that VJ was working on. Dude. That he blood, sweat and tears yeah. literally <laughs> literally blood, sweat and tears. Dude. V- and, and then it got vetoed and now it has to be redone. Hey, shout out to what? VJ. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it never be... got vetoed. Yeah. It doesn't have it to does, be redone, yeah, doesn't it? No. Oh. It's up there? It's up there. It just needs to be widened a bit. So it's just like two screws popped out and then moved over. Nothing was vetoed. Okay. This, is, right. this is this VJ is VJ slander right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, I just yes. watched you guys take it down. Yeah. Or no, wait, did you? Uh, no, it's still up. I'm no, but I, I thought someone said it had to be redone. No. No. Tweaked. Oh, okay. This is how <laughs> <laughs> This is how I get this 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 vision of me. I'm a very kind person. VJ worked his butt off you. on it. Who else would say, oh, yeah, no, change this? I don't know. It wasn't you, though. Oh. Well, then it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> it's my set. <laughs> so. It was just like this atmosphere where we felt like it was you. <laughs> <laughs> this negative, dark presence, this whole crew <laughs> looming over us. I was a peach. I was a peach. And we stayed till 4 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. The three of us I can't believe stayed, I stayed into. That long. Yeah. Oh, why? You I hated can't. us? I have no, nothing better to I just, do. At the <laughs> me moment. too. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I might as well stay well, until 10 o'clock. <laughs> I'm so thirsty for other humans to be around me. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I'm so lonely. Well, you're going anyway. to be surrounded by 40 of them this True. summer. So I'm so excited. I haven't yeah. been in production for since. What did I do last? Nonsense? Well, we or should, curious? Should we uh, we no, should talk curious. about Lottie and Bernice. her history yeah. with the theater. Okay. When you got started. Oh, man. Let's get into it. Okay, well, we all have my grandma to thank, I think. If I'm remembering this correctly, my grandma saw that there were auditions. Or your mom, uh, Debbie, reached out to my grandma, or me specifically. I forgot to look back at like what actually happened, but um, I heard about Nonsense 2. Not Nonsense 1. Nonsense 2, the insidious one that everybody hates. <laughs> and um... I hate both of them. <laughs> Just to get the record straight. I don't know. You talk more smack about nonsense, too. No, wait. <laughs> I, like, I can't do puns anymore, okay? Uh, but uh, I did nonsense to a sister, Mary Frances, I think her name was. 
And um, that show was hilarious. And uh, in that show, I remember my favorite moment was accidentally punching Ryan in the face during a crew. <laughs> which actually wasn't. Accidental. Yeah, no, but for real, that <laughs> rehearsal. After that happened, I felt so sick to my stomach with guilt that I think I left early. Because I was so sad that I punched his little face. Wow. <laughs> and now you just do it for yeah, fun. Yeah. <laughs> now it's scripted. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I did... Before that, I did Curious Savage. That was really the first time. Because yes. I did Curious Savage. Because I thought it would be nice to be in a show before I did the show. You know, like to get yeah. to know everybody. And that's where I met yeah. Alex. And that I was met, our first one together. Oh, my goodness. When and was I, Nonsense 2? The summer Ooh. of 69. Was it the same year as um, Curious Savage? Yeah, it was. 18. I think it was. So 18. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It had 18. to have been, right? Yeah. Because then the next fall thriller was... A, a Night, night of, of Dark, dark Intent. intent. We were in that together, too. Oh, my goodness. And that Ooh. was a riot of a show. <laughs> I would love it. On and off the stage, I did so much. <laughs> there was a disaster. Should I talk about the trip or no? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, well, we took a trip to see our uh, Sam Sommer, who was in Nonsense 2. It was, we were going to go see him perform at Baldwin Wallace, and... I got all the girls in my mom's Jeep Cherokee, me and Alex, Taylor, Jill, and... Carla. And Carla, of course. I'm not forgetting wow. Carla. Shout Carla, wait a minute, Carla. 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 I know you're listening. Yeah, Carla. Carla's episode, shout out. Shout out, Carla. Yeah. Jenna but, forgot, though. Stop, please. It was supposed to be a day trip. We were going to go to Ohio, get Krispy Kreme, watch Sam, and then leave. And we watch Sam. We go to Perkins... For dinner, uh, yeah, we maybe. get the Krispy Kreme. <laughs> we are heading back to New York, and I see a BP gas station, and I'm like, "All right, guys, final fill up the tank, and then we're <laughs> back home for rehearsal." Oh, no, it wasn't a rehearsal day that day. But I get out of my the Jeep Cherokee, and I pull up to the second pump, and I take it out, put my card in, fill up the whole tank, and then as I'm putting the nozzle back, I look, and it says diesel. I'm like. Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's see. Get into the I'm car. Not tell anyone. I'm literally, I was just like, what if I just start my car and go? <laughs> and so I sit in the front seat and I'm looking around and everybody's chatting and I go, does anyone know what diesel gas is? <laughs> and they're like, uh, no, nobody knew. And I'm like, what happens if you put diesel gas into a regular car? <laughs> It goes faster. Yeah. <laughs> it, it creates atmosphere with all the smoke that comes out, I guess, because somebody Googled it and they're like, putting diesel gas in a regular car is detrimental to the car's engine. And I'm like, mm. I'm like, okay, so immediately I dissociate. <laughs> I call my parents. I'm like, you'll never guess what just happened. And so they're like, all right, figure it out. Because there was nothing they could do. I had my mom's car, so she couldn't come rescue me. And so in that moment, I called AAA, signed up a tri- for a AAA account, uh, called a hotel because we this was I had to sign up for AAA. <laughs> I did not have an account before then, so I tr- signed up for that. I had to call a hotel because we obviously weren't going home because it was a Sunday and everything or no it was a Saturday. Everything was closed early, and then Sunday was the next day. I'm pretty sure, or was it no I Monday? Think it was a Monday that we so had this, all... that explains it because Monday every, or Sunday everything closed early. So the next time that we were able to get our card looked at was the next morning, Monday, and so I called this tow truck he comes and picks up the car but before then we're all just standing in this bp uh parking lot like i pulled my car away for sure but like we were just all standing on the side of the yeah, road kind no of idea what to do. yeah so um triple a tow truck comes i call the we make a reservation for the hotel and then we go there before that though 
We tried to get a taxi. The AAA number gave me a number for a taxi, and I call the guy, and the guy's like, do you know what time it is? And I'm like, sir, I was just given your number by AAA like, to give me a ride. And he's like, no. He's like, I'm not coming to get you. Oh, my God. And we hung oh up, and God. that was the yeah, end of that. that. And then we Ubered to the hotel. And then at the hotel, we played. We um, had a great time. Oh, my gosh. We played hard at the hotel. <laughs> doing What did we do? Cribs. The cribs. We pretended we were on cribs and filmed our own videos. And then we had the breakfast in the morning, which was delicious. And then we went and sat at the car place for a couple of hours. And then we drove home and had rehearsal. <laughs> so it was a great time. And DJ, unfortunately, wasn't there. Oh, Nobody invited me. No, he wasn't invited. It was girls' trip Nobody invited me. Like, what? I know. It was a girl's yeah, trip. Nobody I'm, the glue, you. I'm the glue that holds this friendship together. <laughs> and I was, I was left Not out. Not at that I moment. I could only fit five What? I'm sorry. <laughs> to be fair, everything fell apart on this trip. Yeah, so. yeah, true. Had okay, I been how, there? Okay, yeah. Had, had you been there, have. would you have filled the gas up for me? I would have offered. I'm sure I would have offered. Yeah, but that would have happened. But also he would have just gotten up yeah, and filled yeah. it. What do you mean? Or maybe you would have looked at it and went, that handle says diesel on it. And I'd go, what does that mean? And then you explained <laughs> it to me before Google did. And then yeah. I would have been like, yeah, why are you grabbing the green one? Was it, it green? No, it was, was yellow. Oh. No, oh. The, the regular gas was green and the diesel was black. Oh, oh that was the reason. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's why them. you got confused. Yeah. So what's the gas station? So it's. I would have yeah. sued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the lady that was inside the gas station was very nice. She was like, you poor thing. <laughs> she was like, I feel sorry for you. In Ohio? <laughs> I had to put on a different voice so you knew it wasn't me. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That checks out. Yeah, but that was that. And I remember it very fondly. And actually, the next time I had to get towed, when my tire almost fell off my car in, Ort- or in uh, Clarence, I told my AAA driver the whole story. And he was like, you're something. And I was like, yeah, I am. Thanks. Thanks for noticing. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then I, I did the Aladdin and Bernie show. <laughs> I was like, wait, where did it start from there? And then from there I did a I'm literally not remembering a single thing, but um I loved I were loved Were we in a Night of Dark with, Intent back then? Yeah. Back then? Like Back then. Yeah. In the dark that, ages. No, just Oh like, yes, we were in a Night of Dark Intent. Around that time. Yes. That was yes. Weird. Yeah. Yes. So then Because we that. literally that Monday, we got home, we went to our respective houses, and then we collected back at the clubhouse, which is the theater. <laughs> and we put on our little well we know it was a rehearsal. We didn't put on a show, but I remember seeing us all and being like, Haven't I seen you before? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was just so fun. I love that trip. I wouldn't have had it go any other way. Yeah. I would. I was gonna say I definitely would Are have you opted sure? for the I don't know because magical I got a friendship real, moments yeah, to happen at the theater small. and the car to be intact. <laughs> the car, no, listen. They were. I was surprised how easy it was for them to siphon all the gas out of that car. They were like, "We found a." It was originally going to be like close to five hundred dollars to get it all fixed, and then they were like, "We found an easier way to siphon the gas out, so we're only going to charge you two hundred dollars." And I was like, "Sick!" I was like, "Score!" And I would have siphoned it out myself. That's what okay, I would have done. Okay, all right. I just put my mouth right on the gas and just went, <laughs> That's unsanitary, sweetheart. Start spitting. <laughs> Where would you have found the hose? That's the I wouldn't step. even need a hose. I was just straight up to the thing, like Patrick with the Krabby Patties. Very nice. <laughs> get it all out. Yeah, I but, get it. But you wouldn't know that because I wasn't in, on the trip, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Wait, well, Patrick with the Krabby Patties. Isn't it Squidward? Oh, Yes. Yeah, no, but I'm talking about the episode. Nope, nope, nope. I'm talking about the episode when, well, Patrick does it with cookies, but he also does it when he just inhales everything on the table when they're sucking the the kelp forest. Oh, okay. But that was, oh, yeah, you're right. Squidward, you know, 
had that moment where he just was like in the vault. Yeah, but <laughs> oh yeah. And then but you can't compare that. To, <laughs> you can't compare that to siphoning gas. Yeah, you can because he like suctioned. He he became a vacuum, didn't he? No, like some no point, he just like, he was on the floor like the Grinch. <laughs> oh yes, and he, slithering yes. around and eating yes. him. Oh. <laughs> Great show. So Shout out SpongeBob yeah. if you're listening. Yeah. Tom, Penny, wherever you are. Oh, just know that we love you. Uh, I want to talk about your audition a little bit. Your first audition for us was not ordinary. Correct. Oh, I loved my audition for The Curious Savage you're talking about, yes? Yes. So oh, when I had ordinary? my audition, it no. was after auditions. Yes. And I came down where the auditioners meet, but instead of being greeted by a bunch of other auditioners at, like myself. It was DJ and Don <laughs> and this just big contraption, which they told me was a duck house that they were building. Yeah. <laughs> what? And yeah. was it for a production or was it for your actual house? It was for the actual house. And did you ever use it? No. Yeah. My sister brought ducks home just randomly, just a, a box full of ducks. She's like, yeah, this is this is <laughs> These it are now. Ours now. Yeah. And so my dad's like, well, I gotta I gotta build a house for him. I don't know I don't know how it escalated like that. I would have been like, no, just get rid of the ducks. <laughs> And uh, so I think by the time we finished the contraption, we decided to get rid of the ducks. So it didn't <laughs> so even what, matter. What did Where you did you the do ducks go? After? Yeah. They went to like a nice, I don't know, they a nice place. They went to a farm, Alex. <laughs> yeah. nice Somewhere nice upstate. <laughs> yeah. It was a nice, I, I forget where, but I, I tried to stay far away from that. Except for Bill. I was in for building a house because oh, I don't yeah. know. I like building. Yeah, yeah. It looked cool. I was yeah. like, nice What show do you <laughs> think had a duck house <laughs> in it? I literally, it could have been... Any show. <laughs> Sometimes it was huge. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was pretty it, big. It was. I, yeah. didn't even, I didn't know. How, did you like dismantle it and then to take it out of the theater? Like, no, you... I think it fit in the back of my dad's car and then we we're going to put it in our shed. Oh, okay. And then I think we did and then we dismantled it like a week after. Mm. So. Wait, but why, where was everyone else when you went downstairs? Um, at like, the houses. Yeah, yeah. So this wasn't like an audition day. It was oh, like um, okay. <laughs> I, they had asked me to be in it. I think that's the reason I accepted it because I was like, well, I plan to be in Nonsense too anyway, so yeah. I'll get to know everybody. And I did, and I loved it, and I stayed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. My mom asked, like, oh, this. Did somebody like drop out, or was it? I don't remember. Wait, somebody... How did you know his mom? Uh, St. Francis of Assisi. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Church. Yep, yep. Church, yes. Sorry, I shouldn't. Should I say not say specific places? No. Okay. No, no. I was just in case called I, out BP. So. <laughs> That's true. You're on true. blast, BP. <laughs> um, For more reasons than one, let me tell you. <laughs> no, I just wanted to give give background in case everyone's like, "What is that?" Oh, you know, you know, yeah, through the a saint that I I went there, and um, I went there for grade school. Uh, Same. Pre K to eighth grade before they closed. So I, I graduated in 2010. And so St. Francis is my place. That's where my family will be buried. I don't think I'll be buried, That's though. grim. They, well, <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, it's nice to know that they'll have somewhere to be. Okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Let's talk All about right. uh, the Curious Savage. I love Curious Savage, too, by the way. I think, I know some people have their ups and downs, but for the first play to be in. <laughs> They're both giving me crazy side eyes. <laughs> But for the first play to be in at the ghost light, it was not a bad one. Let me tell you. <laughs> you how you describe it, it was not a bad You ramped one. up like it was going to be a, not a bad one. I remember. I'm just. <laughs> okay, so what, what were all the plays you've been in so far? Curious Savage. 
A Night of Dark Intent. Intent. Well, let's do an order. <laughs> let's do an order. Yeah, yeah, Curious so Savage, Savage Nonsense, Nonsense 2. 2. And then next would have been... A Night of Dark Content. A Night of Dark Content, and then The Lottie and Bernice Show. Yes. What, is, what was that one called? The Lottie and Bernice Show. It was literally just The Lottie yeah. and Bernice Show. Now I feel like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, I think I took a little hiatus, right? Oh, no. Yeah. And then I did the musical after the COVID, after COVID was gone. Not, you know, <laughs> when we did the, what's it called? Oh, the little, you did both of them. You did the, the filmed COVID concert. Yes. And you did the real... Concert, concert. I don't know what it was called. I don't know what the name of it was. Like the Welcome Back Theater. Yeah. Welcome Back Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I did that. And now I'm in Sweeney Todd. Yeah. So I've peppered myself in. But I've always tried to come to crew. I love doing stage crew stuff. I never got to do it in high school because I was always on stage, which I wanted to be. But then I would see all my friends in stage crew and I'd be like... What what are you doing at the light board? Can I can I press a button? Can I slide a slide? And they go, no, stop touching everything. Couldn't help myself. Can I slide a slide? Can I slide a little slide? Woo! <laughs> it is it is thrilling to slide a slide. I will say yeah. it is. You control the show up there. Mm-hmm. I know, right? I'm controlling this show from up there. I'm doing lights. I'm very excited. Cool. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the light board. <laughs> In case you want to shout out to Slide. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting more ridiculous. <laughs> you know what? Shout out to shout outs. Yeah. Shout I love shouting things out. Honestly, yeah. Shout out Tracy. Just shout, out, <laughs> shout out to Tracy. Shout, shout out to VJ. VJ. <laughs> VJ auditioned for the show. VJ's oh, in yes, the show. Yes. Everybody come see VJ. The VJ. The VJ else. show. Yes. The VJ show. Um, Sweeney. Sweeney VJ. <laughs> That's stupid. Yes. Um, Cut that part no out. Cut that part out. <laughs> I laughed. I thought that was pretty good. Um, yeah. I uh, love VJ. Shout out VJ. This is his first musical. So a lot of firsts this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of firsts. Who's he playing? The Beatle. The Beatle. Um yeah, it's the part he wanted. He, he came out, he auditioned, very nervous, and uh, was naturally talented. Yep, mm-hmm. like he has like the nerve has to be. To, yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Sean said. Every other Sean's production. like, okay, all right, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> and why do you do this? He's like, why? <laughs> why can you do everything? <laughs> and yeah, so so shout out, true shout out to VJ mm-hmm. for for being talented at everything. Um, okay, now Sean, how did you start? I'll just stop it. Is there. that the end of the session? <laughs> I'll okay. stop it. Because <laughs> I, I, mean... I was just going to throw every question that we just asked Jenna at you at one thing and we'll just let you go, but we'll we'll do it. Yeah, I mean, I shout out to VJ, but I want to take a page <laughs> out of his book if you'll indulge me to kind of give my origin story yep, here, since my do. my history with the theater is not too long. So yeah, um, I have no nerve being on stage because I I have to one up VJ here. Sorry, VJ, <laughs> but he. He, I was talking to him about this yesterday at Crew. He talked about his humble origins as the silent chimney sweep in a production, first grade production of Mary Poppins. My, and I would be remiss if I were on this podcast and I did not, for both my, my mother and my wife's sake, did not tell the story of my theatrical debut in my pre-K production of a Christmas, <laughs> uh, sorry, a Thanksgiving pageant. I played, <laughs> pause, Plymouth Rock. No. Oh, why? No. There no, 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 is no. somewhere video evidence of a very, very shy 14, 14, four year old Sean. <laughs> you failed the couple Whose times. whole job is to run and slide on his knees behind a cardboard rock and remain there for the production. I don't know how long it was. I, you could not have paid me any money to speak words. 
So that's where my theater debut started. And it didn't go anywhere for a while. <laughs> but it wasn't until... I, I don't really know why this happened. but I So a lot of what brought me to the theater and to theater in general is actually Joanne. She was yes. my middle school theater director. Um, and so f- friends of mine in middle school were, were theater kids. And I was looking for something to do. And I was like, you know, I want to be involved. But, like, don't put me up there. So I ran Spotlight for Frontier Middle School's production of Anne of Green Gables, maybe. Um, and that was fun. And so I was helping out and, like, doing sort of techie things, just kind of why I like doing that now. Um, that's my real origin story there. <laughs> um, and so eventually I, I was like, oh, well, my friends are up there. I want to I do it too. And so then I auditioned for uh, the, the, what would it have been, the spring musical of Once on this Island. And I had a tiny little role, but I got the bug. And then like kind of got into it and she taught theater classes in the summer. And so I started doing that and uh, that was a really great thing and it kind of took off. Um, so then when I auditioned the next year for the eighth grade play, um, <laughs> we were doing Peter Pan and I got to play the narrator. Um, and I just, I think I just told Joanne this at the members meeting that she probably didn't know, but I had an 103 fever and strep throat during those auditions. Oh my God. And so I, like, immediately, I think I was supposed to, like, tutor someone after, and I was like, I probably should go home. I'm, like, (laughs) not really seeing straight right now, and I'm (laughs) very warm. Um, But, yeah, that was sort of like, oh, wait, I can do this. And so then I I did it all throughout high school, um, went to college, fully intending to do everything, um, and then didn't because, wow, I was really busy. Um, So I did did one show, one, one, two shows in in college and then just got so busy and then kind of fell out of it um opportunities are harder to come by when you're not in an educational setting um i graduated got a job moved in my apartment got married went back to grad school finally finished grad school bought a house covid had my son so it brings us to 2022 I auditioned somewhere else for a different show, didn't get in, heartbroken, whatever, pull up the page, see that you guys are holding auditions, because I remember, hey, Joanne has that theater up in the North Towns, and I now live eight minutes away. I'm not in Hamburg anymore. (laughs) Um, So let's check this out. And I see, oh, hey, they're doing Sweeney Todd next summer. That would be cool. But I can't just waltz into auditions, so what else are they doing? So that's sort of where my, my... real entry into Ghostlight. I mean, I had come seeing my, my true first experience was I, I, those same friends that I had in middle school and then in high school were in 2010 Sound of Music. And so I came yeah. up and saw that. So that's my real first show that I saw, but then nothing up until I decided to audition for, it was sort of the joint auditions for Night of the Living Dead and Halloween Dreams. Yes. Um, so I auditioned for that and got in as Tom for Night of the Living Dead. And that was that was a hoot. And it was, like, really nerve-wracking to, like, come in and say, like, hi, I'm here. Everyone yeah. else knows each other. But, like, <laughs> immediately from the first read-through, Vanessa, like, grabbed me and was asking me questions and talking to me and stuff. Julie, same thing. Um, Dan, like, everyone was like, I was like, okay, I don't have to feel like an outsider here. Um, and so I was like, okay, I think this is going to work out. Um, and, yeah, so th- from there, I... I was in Frankenstein back in February 
and now I'm here. So yeah, I might really only go back a year, which is yeah. crazy to think about. It, um, it is. It feels like it's been a lot longer. It feels like a long time, but it it was scary for me to come back to, to the stage because it had been so long. Yeah, and I thought like what was I ever doing? Like, was, was it, did, did I like to do it? I don't remember what it was like to be 18 or whatever and right. like doing it compulsorily because, oh, that's what I do. Right. 10 years have gone by. It was, it was the, the week that Night of the Living Dead opened was 10 years to the weekend of the last show that I was in. That's why In college. And I didn't realize that until after the show closed. And so coming back was like, what if I, actually hate this right. what if i'm terrible what if i don't know how to read <laughs> genuine fear and then just with auditions just being back up on stage there was just that like surge of energy you get and i was like oh right that's that's the feeling like that's yeah. something mm-hmm. um so being in night of the living dead was great and then frankenstein not to be the 14th person to say like oh frankenstein but like <laughs> Like that was where I was like, yeah, that's, that's that. But then there was musical audition. So I was like, oh wait, that's a whole, whole different sector of nerve wracking for the, it's a, it's a new first. Yeah. Um, so that was a step, Yeah. but I I knew I didn't want to just show up and be like, hi, I'm just some random guy and put me in your show. Right. Um, but I also kind of wanted to test myself was like, you know, do, do I, before I commit myself to a, a full musical over the summer and blah, blah, blah. Like, do I want to be here? Do I, do I fit in? Do they fit with me? Do, does this fit into my lifestyle? I mean, like my son's going to be two next week. So like, it's not like I got nothing going on. Um, is it going to be worth leaving my family at home to go be miserable with a bunch of people I hate? Right. Um, doing something I don't feel good about doing somewhere i don't want to be right um that was not the case just for the record Um, (laughs) from 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 minute one basically of of that night of living dead read through i was like these people get it like and i i think i talked to to vanessa or julie about it or something was like everyone here wants to be here they're here for a good time but they're here to put on a really good show yeah and like you could you could go somewhere where and I think people have talked about it on the podcast before, just in real life, like you could go somewhere that everyone gets together and has a lot of fun. You can go somewhere where they put on really good shows, but nobody likes each other and it's really hostile and whatever. Right. And I think we we nail both. Like Frankenstein was art. I felt I felt that being in the show was like it was like this is something this is this feels like that thing that i i mean it, i i say that i was uh, removed from theater for 10 years but like i still went and saw things right and it always ate me up inside i was like i don't know if that can be me ever again i don't think it ever was me it was never me the way i wanted it to be because i mean i was you know you're in high school like no one wants to be in high school like yeah <laughs> and like that that was what burned me up is like there was some sort of click that happened right after I graduated college where I was like, you know what? I feel, I feel good about what I can do. I feel more secure myself. Like I've kind of made it in the world and now I don't need to feel insecure. Like I was in high school. Glad that I have no opportunities to show it. I guess it'll always be a question mark. And like, I would go and see a theater production and then I would leave sad. And it'd be like, 
I wonder if that could be me. But like right. when, when, when uh, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. And then that first time back up on the stage was like, oh, it's going to be me. Like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, so thank you for that opportunity. And it was, it's, it's really been like a big thing in my life. Like it, it's like, oh, there's somewhere to go. There's somewhere to be. There's something to do. That's not it, that's that thing that I I left and I, I didn't realize I left it. Yeah. Um, and it it kind of erased that question mark. And so it was I think it was after. After Night of the Living Dead, it was during Frankenstein. I went to go see it was the first time I had seen a show. I went to Shays, saw Hades Town. It was the first time I left a show going like, OK, that's going to be me. Like, oh, I can do that. And I'm going to do it in some capacity. Like, it didn't have that, like, weird melancholy feeling right. of, like, ooh, ghosts of your past are haunting you, and <laughs> you'll never be anything. Um, and so, like, just being able to get up on stage with all you people and mess around, but then also, like, buckle down. And, like, Frankenstein was heavy. I know that I played, like, comic relief in that show for the most part, but, like, it was serious. It was heavy. It was... That's what I said. Like, it's art. And so, like, you feel good about producing that. Yeah. And, like, everyone felt that. And I think immediately everyone was just on board with, like, this is what we're doing. And that feeling was, like, you can't get that anywhere else. Right. Like, you can have a great life here, there, doing things, accomplishing it. But, like, there's something different about that sort of synergy. Everyone, eye on the prize, opening night, that jitter that electricity you you can't get it anywhere else and it's i'm very happy to have it back <laughs> well we're definitely very happy to have you uh i i remember the the night of the living dead auditions and that's you had the role that ryan played every time since we've been back and he was up doing doing it again and he's always like i would like to be a zombie like i, I want to do some some stuff and and he did disgusting horrifying gross <laughs> he would take the pulled pork and cover it in barbecue sauce and just smear it all over his it face it wasn't barbecue sauce it was blackberry jam that's what it oh. yes oh it was blackberry jam that's so sticky and yeah. smear it but it was still pulled pork it, it was both mixed yeah. together it reeked i've never smelled anything worse in my life so he fit the zombie he, he loved the zombie role he fit that role he fit that um, <laughs> so right in there. i remember saying like my dad's like yeah i think i think i think we have our, our cast and I'm like, well, like maybe like just try reading that that Sean guy for, for Tom again. Like I, I thought he he did well with that. He's like, yeah, sure. Well, let's do that. And then you ended up getting the part, and and the rest is history. So I I think that was cool. Like all these moments that that you had beforehand, like like with Alex. Uh, not that neither of you would have not been cast the other way. You would have been cast just in different parts, and like how different would everything have shaken out. Um, like when you read Florence and everything, and I'm like, oh well, maybe try Fairy May, and just like these moments, and he's done that for me a thousand times, like these moments before, like if they didn't say that, if he, multiple things, if he didn't tell me this, how different would my life be? I wouldn't have a podcast partner if it was the other way, possibly, and then I wouldn't have a Sweeney Todd if it was the other way, possibly. So like uh, moments like that are so cool to look back on. Yeah. Um, and so thankful I didn't screw those up. <laughs> or that uh, the other way around like he didn't screw them up or either way so I'm glad to have both of you and then you you're, I mean you're the the duck yeah, the duck I'm house so you were the, the duck house <laughs> we're like I showed a, up yeah like glad that you could read I remember feeling that <laughs> like 
I had just Ooh. learned to read in college, so I was right. Yes. <laughs> really came in clutch. Yeah. What, what was first, uh, Night of the Living Dead or Halloween Dreams? Halloween Dreams was first. Because you were in Halloween Dreams. No? no. No. Wasn't there something else besides Night of the Living Dead you were in? Maybe Me? Not. Maybe I'm just... Frankenstein. No. Night of the oh, Living Dead okay. was the first time okay, I showed so up. it was Night of the Living Dead. Crazy. But I, yeah, I know. But I remember seeing Night of the Living Dead, and then DJ was like, oh... That Sean guy, he's really good. I want him to audition for more things. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a that was a rumor because you tell anybody anything at the theater and it spreads like wildfire. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, for sure. let the record show that re- rumor never came back to me. So, no, you you just said that you wanted to do Sweeney Todd, so you you were there, and so like I knew within like point three seconds of you saying that. They're like, oh, this guy's interested in Sweeney Todd. Like, I want to see how, like, how it builds up. Which is why I always thought that you were going to be interested in the character of Sweeney Todd. Nope. Because like, I've never, I've never had somebody stress or like think about it as much as you did. Oh. And then be like, oh wait, I, I'm not even thinking about being the main character. I'm <laughs> nope. thinking about being the supporting. I, I, I had f- <laughs> a four tier pros and cons list, and <laughs> reality was not on that list. But, um. I mean, we were talking about this at Crew yesterday. It's like these roles are roles that we don't really not see ourselves in, but like I would, other people might not see, see that for us. us. Yeah, yeah, see it in us, and I like that because I give it a chance to prove myself, of course, as an actor. Yeah, but um, other than that, I just love to have fun. I love to do things yeah. that are different too, like. When we were discussing a little bit about how we're going to take the characters themselves and, you know, more of a sinister and less cartoony way. But they still have to have that kind of cartoony feel because there are moments of comedy yeah. where it's like, wow, you really just said you're going to bake somebody into a pie? Yeah, <laughs> like we're just like spitballing the various professions of humans we could cook. Like yes. you can't be so serious during that. Exactly. Like you have to know the layers of it. And I think. I'm so excited to explore that. Like mm-hmm. that's that's going to be something that I never thought I'd get got have gotten the opportunity to do. And so it's just like, okay, let's let's buckle in. Let's Ooh, let's go. Let's Wednesday something. can't yeah. come fast enough. <laughs> I know. And it's always fun. Like the what I'm most excited for is working with the stage cuz every production I've seen of Sweeney Todd, it's very like open concept. Yes. Mm-hmm. And our stage is I don't want to say one dimensional cuz it's not, but it gives off like that kind of picture frame feel. Yes. And so, but I, I that I think will, it has its moments where it's like in Frankenstein, mm-hmm. there's a moment where he has the family standing together and they cast the light of a window on them as if they're looking out of the window. And I remember seeing that for the first time and being like, now that's like something you, you take a photo of and then you yes. use for um, marketing. Like I thought it was like such a beautiful moment where you really captured oh my gosh, the family's saying goodbye to the last ounce of their son that they've known because he becomes a completely different person. Right. So, like, you can find really nice moments of beauty from that picture frame stage, you know? Yeah. And so I'm excited to find our moments yeah. and, like, pose. <laughs> to pose. <laughs> to just have fun because that's what it should be about, right? Yeah, I mean, just because it's dark, spooky, people get killed doesn't mean it can't be fun. I find that the most <laughs> fun. I would argue it has. <laughs> it, it is fun because of that, and so... Yeah, and that's the other thing is like every not everything, but like so much that you guys all like to do is that like dark, oh yeah, heavy sort of stuff. And so like I like that stuff. So it's like, oh, I feel good about this. Like before the first read through for Night of Living Dead, I was like, 
I don't think they'd pick a season like this if they didn't do it on purpose. Like, right. it's a lot for someone if they're not into that. Yeah. Like, but as someone who is into it, <laughs> options are fun. Yeah. Um. So. And that's what I want to be careful of with it is because, like, we can go just so dark right away. <laughs> and then, like, it's literally a man slitting throats on stage. So, like, we could take that in a whole dark, scary, really scary place. So to have those moments of fun will be good and refreshing for the people who aren't. Like, okay, I'm not necessarily yeah. here for the throat slitting. I'm here for the story. Um, but there, there are going to be the people. I'm here for the throat slitting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I want to – I do want to use blood because, like – and then, but there, there's a there's parts where that's fun. Mm-hmm. It's like obviously this man is not actually getting his throat slit in front of me. Mm-hmm. They are, and like to to do it and have blood come from the top story down to the the second story, like spurred oh. out. <laughs> like that's just like if I was in the audience, I would be like, this is so much fun. Mm-hmm. I would be laughing. I would be, be applauding every time you'd slit someone's throat because like. <laughs> I want to be a part of that. Like, that is so much fun. And that's what Ryan, Ben, Callum, they're all like, I just want to get my throat slit. I don't want to sing. I don't want to, whatever. Just let me get my throat slit. So, um, yeah, they will. They'll get their throat slit. But, like, that's – there's so much fun in, in the spooky stuff, and there's so much fun without the spooky stuff. So mm-hmm. it's a, such a fine line that we have to walk because I've already had people say, yeah, I'm probably not going to see that one. It's, it's too much. Like, give <laughs> For every chance. person who's not coming, somebody new will be coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh because God, of Sweeney it. Sweeney Todd, how can you I, not come see yeah. Sweeney Todd? Yeah. yeah. I've right? never it's seen a, a live one. production of Sweeney Todd. Me either. No. At, not professionally or not locally or anything like that. So I, it's one that it's hard to do. So not a right. lot of people put it on. Right. My high school did Phantom of the Opera, and that was a lot like oh, for yeah. high school to do props and set design and vocally. Vocally, that's oh. insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't even. Yeah. <laughs> I was drinking throat coat every night. <laughs> like, that's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think there's still moments for, for something that's not so spooky, even within a, a spooky production like this. Like, I mean, I've I've had people say that Frankenstein was scary or spooky or dark, and I I would say that's pretty true. But like, yeah, tell me that that scene, the scoring of of the scene where where Ben as the creature first comes out, like that was beautiful yes. right it was terrifying but it was beautiful like yeah. it can be both and i think you said this is that the the 10 years ago production or whenever it was like that's not what that scene was right it's a completely different thing and you could score it like a monster movie and he could bust out and he could be oh i'm big like but you're not going to have that moment of beauty there and i think that is something that was so interesting about that that show was like it's it's beautiful and scary. Yes. And I think there's moments for us to do that here. Oh yeah. Where we can like make it not just like some gratuitous slasher flick. Yeah. But still slit people's throats. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> You'll have a little bit of everything. And there are so many moments of where the pictures come in. And that's what I love. And that's I got that completely from my my father was telling me like make just make pictures make images so i took that and ran mm-hmm. and there's so many parts in this where um there's going to be some great shots and and it's literally built into musicals where like at the end of each song there's suppose yeah. yeah so like yeah. i want to light it really strongly and and um there's already stuff i'm working on with with love it cuz like sneaking behind him and singing that other part of um my friends with mm-hmm. him 
And there's so many parts where it's like we can play with the characters and then play with the final picture that will give away everything. But I don't know. I just fans of the show, I think, are really going to like it because I'm mm-hmm. taking so much from the original. Like I didn't see the original, obviously, because I wasn't I don't think I was even alive when the original was going. I wasn't. Um, but I've never seen it live. I'm seeing it live in June. So like, I'm going to take from that Broadway, the new Broadway one. I'm going to take from the old Broadway one and I'm going to take from the movie as well, because without the movie, I mean, it. it I don't think we get the new Broadway version. Uh, we don't get Josh Groban as Sweeney, certainly, I don't mm-hmm, think. Mm-hmm. So I want to take from everything, but I'm not gonna, it's not going to be a recreation of the movie. It's not going to be a recreation of the first time. It's going to be ours. And I think um, having you two leading that is a big like statement of that. Like This isn't the first one, and it's not the movie. This is completely different. This is Ghost Light's version of Sweeney Todd. So yeah, I'm, I, think, I'm I think somewhere along the way there was a revival that was very unique. I remember learning about in college that they had the characters playing the music. So like I heard about Mrs. That. Lovett oh. played the tuba and Sweeney was playing the accordion or something. And so it was like, <laughs> I don't know how that worked, but like that's certainly a choice that I would at least see once. Oh, so yeah. like yeah. there's room to do whatever you want as long as you have a creative director. And so yeah. it's what you make of it. Any any show is. And also, so also there are certain people who will be an audience to anything. AKA me. Yeah, probably. I literally, <laughs> right. I'm the perfect audience member. I will sit and watch and absorb whatever it is you put in front of me, no matter good or bad. So, yeah. <laughs> but I just love to be entertained. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and at a certain point, I would, I would rather see someone's really specific point of view that maybe yeah. doesn't work but, than but like, like oh. oh, I tried really hard to car- carbon copy someone else's idea or the original or whatever. Like, you're never going to be the original. Right. For better or for worse. Like, have a have a point of view and some people are going to love it and some people are going to hate it and you do it for the people that love it and you do it for yourself um but like trying to achieve greatness by mimicking someone else i think is something that i mean i've thought about i'm sure that you've probably thought is like mm-hmm. i don't want to be johnny depp yeah i don't want to be josh groban and i don't want to be len Carew. like I would argue that I can't be some of those things, but I like I do want to be Helena Baumgartner, <laughs> just, like, just in real life. But eat her up and then become her, <laughs> right? But like you, you can't say, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that because because he did that." It's like, well, then that's not you doing it, and like mm-hmm. that's that's the point of playing the role. Like if I wanted to see Johnny Depp do it, we would all just pop in the DVD and be on our way. Right. Like we'd have a ghost light movie night. Yeah, we have a ghost light. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it'd probably be a lot cheaper. So like you've got to do something. That's you. You got to do something that's us. You got to do something purposeful. And I think that gives a lot of freedom and a lot of room to play. And we talked about this yesterday. I was like, this is going to be fun. We're going to be playing. It's going to be a blast. Mm -hmm. And that's something we had to go over a lot when every time we did It's a Wonderful Life. And I was going to tell you both this, like probably at read through. I'm going to tell the whole cast. And I know that you guys know it for sure. Is like with... Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. It'd always be like it was Jimmy Stewart, right? Yeah, yeah, I think James, so. Yeah, James Stewart. Um, he he played George Bailey, and like that's so iconic. Like that's why that movie hasn't been remade because it's so iconic. And so it's like you, we don't want to see that though. Like you, you, you we want to see your version. That's why you were cast in this role. And so I mean, same with you guys. Like I want, I'm interested in your version, which is why you both have these parts because I'm interested in what you guys are going to bring. And I know, well, I know you're going to bring something great, another reason why you have these parts. So it's like, that's what I can't wait for. So if you go and see it on Broadway, uh, this is obviously going to be different in multiple, multiple ways. And I, I, we're just going to have 
so much fun. So much, so much fun this whole summer. And I, I haven't done like a, uh, obviously I haven't done a musical. It's my first time directing a musical. But we haven't done like a spooky musical, I don't think. I'm trying to rack my brain. I don't. I wouldn't say cabaret is spooky, so definitely not that one. It's definitely Dark, darker. It's heavier, spooky. but I wouldn't call it spooky. What other spooky movies are there? Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Paul I, talked about Evil Dead, but that's Evil Dead oh, the musical. Yeah, yeah. It's a different can of worms. Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. There's there's a couple of spooky ones I would like to get into, but we have to take breaks in between and yeah. do a do yeah. a Mamma Mia and do a um, Nonsense Three. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Never. What? Never. Can't reprise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have to mix in the lighter shows for the audience mm-hmm. who's not for the the spooky stuff. And we have to do that in the regular season too, which is hard because if it were up to my dad and I, it would be every everything is the fall thriller, everything is mm-hmm. big and spooky because that's that's what I love. I love it, and that's when you came in and you were like, "Yeah, that's that's what I'm all about." That was like a big green flag. Like, okay, <laughs> all right, I'm liking that, I'm liking that. And another thing, our our conversations during um, Frankenstein were big too, and instrumental. I think in in me like seeing you as this part before you sang was like you just you got it you understood what direction i was trying to take it in and if you didn't then you tried more than anyone to understand the direction so like that was huge because like if you get someone as a lead who's not completely interested in your direction or you're giving them notes and i've had this and they're just like yep mm-hmm, shaking their head like no i like are you understanding it like i need to know that you're understanding it so we can create this vision and you always did that, so I was, yeah. That was that was a big another green flag. Yeah, as my my story at the beginning may have tipped tipped you off, is I'm a big analyzer. <laughs> I think things through a lot, for better or for worse. So like, anytime you'd give a note or something, I'd be like, okay, well, this means that, and then that implies this, and then how does this all tie back? And I'm already starting to do it with like. Reverse engineering. Okay, so given that this happens at the end of Act Two, what are we? How, what does that mean for the beginning of Act One? Like, I, I have to think through things thirteen different ways to Sunday. So, like, I I always wanted to check in with you. It was like, do I get it? Am I getting what you're putting down? Because like, I could go up there and scream into the void, and you'd be like, yeah, you're certainly doing something. But like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like I I want to do the right thing. I want to I want to do what what you're trying to get us to do and obviously you as the director are busy you're keeping track of a cast of however many people were in frankenstein and trying to get every element both human and technical to work um and so i i don't, I don't want to assume that everything's just going fine um so yeah i did you go to any did you take any like theater classes or any like I fully intended to minor in college, but <laughs> that didn't happen. No. Um, I majored in math, minored in computer science. Oh, my God. Oh, um, okay. Didn't have room for a whole semester worth of rehearsals every single time. Um, that was a bit of a disappointment, but it, it, it was fine. I was too busy to care mm-hmm. um until life slowed down a little bit and i went like oh i just missed a bunch of stuff um but I, I i started taking private voice lessons when i was 14 um and did that for about 10 years um and that changed me a lot like as a singer as an actor um for me acting was always the thing to do until the musical started 
Um, so I would do the plays because like, oh, that's where my friends are and it's not a musical, but okay. So that was part of the, part of why I was a little scared to, c- to come out for, for those first auditions. Cause I was like, what if I don't like plays? And then I'm like stuck in a play. Like <laughs> some plays you are like, stuck in them. Yeah. But, yeah. but like I, I genuinely yeah. didn't know. It's like, did I not like vibe with doing the plays because I was an insecure 15 year old or do I not like plays? Um, it was the former. And so like I, I gained a lot of confidence by doing that. And then promptly had to know where to go with it. And that was annoying. Um, so coming back, it was like, oh, this is actually really fun. And everyone is really great. Um, and so I, I learned a lot about acting by singing. And so now without the vocals, the acting makes more sense. And I think that's maybe backwards from a lot of people. It's like, yeah. well, acting's easy. It's just like, uh, you, how do you put that into your singing? It's like, no, I, that's like a safe space for me. But like, I, I didn't take classes in college or anything like i did mm-hmm. i did the shows in high school like I, like i said joanne taught uh a middle school and high school i think summer theater class and i took that i think every year that i could once i started um and we would go we would do scenes and acting exercises like a lot like what you do with with the kids and the teens at the the theater and yeah i, I don't think i've ever told her this but there is a moment that has stuck with me for what 15 years now from that class that made me feel like oh wait that i think that was part of the instrumental part of like going from like oh i don't want to be up there or like oh i'm just doing this because my friends are to like oh wait i can do this and we were doing some some acting exercise we were like you were partnered up and you just it was what i'm assuming is to sort of teach you about like okay you're watching you're responding you're you're connecting with your your scene partner and so basically you were just mimicking whatever they were doing and so whether that's just you're you're moving your hands or whatever and then you kind of evolve into like a sort of pantomime scene and my scene partner i were it was eating it was like eating a meal or something and so okay you're picking up a fork you're cutting whatever you put it down grab a glass you take a drink she stopped the class or like after we did whatever, she made it a point to say, she being Joanne here, shout out to Joanne. Um, shout out Joanne. She called out, like, when you picked up that glass, you swallowed. You took a drink. And like, that's something you need to do. Like, it's all fake, but you need to make it real. And I didn't realize I did it. And I was like, what, 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 like, what else would I be doing? Like, <laughs> that's what we're doing here. It's like, no, it's part. not what you're doing here. You're just waving your hands around in the air. And for some reason, that was like a huge light bulb moment to me. It was like, wait. Like, it was kind of like the, the, the moment that VJ and Julie talked about where it's like, this is all fake, but it's, we're just sitting here having a conversation. Like, oh, we're just sitting here eating dinner. Right. It's like, no, we're not. We're standing <laughs> on a stage in a high school. Like, <laughs> whatever. Um, and that was a moment where it's like, wait, I do this and i just am an overanalyzer who has imposter syndrome at all points in time um and like even now i i think about that moment relatively frequently it was like when i try to like guilt spiral myself into like oh i'm not doing well or i don't know what i'm doing or like oh this is all just fake because like i'm i'm just playing along. everyone else is doing great but like i'm just i'm just up there doing something whatever it's like no that's not true stop doing that um and i think about that moment it's like you know what that's cool so shout out to joanne for that because she didn't have to do that yeah but she's a teacher and that's what teachers do 
Shout out to teachers. Shout out to teachers. I like that. Shout out to teachers <laughs> and Joanne. Joanne will be a guest very soon. Yes. Yay. Woo. I can't yeah. wait to listen. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We have our next couple figured out. Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. Well, what about you? Did you go to college for theater? I did, yes. Yeah. My my origins are, I was on stage, not as a child, but like middle school, I did theater camps, and then I did my little shows at St. Francis, and then I skipped freshman year, but high school, I had did the shows, and then I, did, I didn't do the plays originally, I just did the musicals, because uh, I was on the swim team, and they had their season while the plays happened, so eventually I just quit the swim team and did the plays. And then from there, I went to a conservatory in New York City for two years. And then I lived there for one more year. And I was so desperate to come home. I, <laughs> I only stayed for one year and then I came home. But I'm happy I did because I love being in Buffalo. And I think um, – because I always think like oh, I went to New York and I didn't get it. I didn't get it, the job. Like I was too busy juggling three actual jobs to get a theater job. But um, I just wanted – to be around my family at the end of the day. Like, I, I think that stopped me from pursuing theater in New York City. But then coming back here and being around the people that I love, you know, and, like, getting to know people at the Ghost Light, and it's helped me see, like, there are people who go to New York City and they, they sop everything up and then they take it to where they can educate. And I love... I love being an educator of theater. Like, I wish I knew more to, like, give to everybody. But I want to do that here in Buffalo, too. Like, I, on on even this small level, like, where I'm here at the theater or, I don't know, like, doing a class once uh, one summer, like, for the 12 to 8, you said, or 8 to 12? What is it? 12 uh, to 18? 12 to 18, yeah. 12 to 18 class. That's this summer? Or is that, are the sign-ups already done? <laughs> no, that's the summer. Sign up, sign uh, okay. up. Okay, sign up, sign up, sign up. But, um... I would love to do that here once, but other than that, I just love taking what I've learned from New York and putting it into these productions. Because then, like, I I'm learning stuff just listening to you right now, like about your your moments. Because it's like at the end of the day, you are just pretending to be alive on on a platform so that everybody can see you. Like that's what <laughs> acting is. It's like you're acting like you're doing something and you're doing it. <laughs> like suddenly, all of a sudden, you're acting. You know, and that's the hardest part is like remembering like. Oh, I can breathe. Like, okay, my character does breathe, and my character does drink water. And <laughs> my, my character does not lock his knees. Yeah, my character gets <laughs> angry, and he can shout instead of saying the same space. Like, oh, if I'm saying like, "Hey, you shut up," you can you can yell that. Like, yeah. if they're mad, you can yell, "Hey, you shut up," and it's like, but then I'm yelling. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you're emoting, yeah. emote on the stage. <laughs> oh, but I think going to theater college. Um, I almost said clown college. Going to theater college <laughs> oh, was an experience. Every college is kind of like this. You get out what you put in. And when I went into college, I wanted to go for a college experience. I wanted to be like, oh, f- frat house. <laughs> I want to go party. I want to go, you know, do stuff with my friends. And theater college, is, especially conservatory, was not like that. Uh, I remember... It was so vigorous the first semester I got appendicitis. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. It was, it was Thanksgiving of 2014. And I ended up – so, like, I had an 8 a.m. theater dance class followed by, let's see, a 10 o'clock acting class. And then I probably had some other stuff. I woke up at 
and I had excruciating pains and I just was like, okay, I'm skipping dance, but I have to go to acting. Cause if you didn't go to your acting class, you would go down a whole letter grade for just missing one day. And so then what? I get on my leotard and I put on my <laughs> acting outfit and I walk 10 blocks to get to college in excruciating pain. And then I sit in front of my classroom and I just sit and I weep and of, of all the pain that I'm in. And eventually my class started to show up from the theater dance class and they were like, are you okay? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and they're like, go to emergent care. And I'm like, are you sure? Because like, I don't want to miss Ray Berta's acting class. <laughs> like, He will yell at me. And they were like, no, you should go to a hospital. And I did. I had appendicitis. But then I got to go home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so it all turned out pretty well. Uh, who needs an appendix? Oh my yeah. God. But uh, truly, yes, who does need one? Some people, I guess. But Not I just. Me. I'm different. Yeah, yeah. Built different. <laughs> Not me, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, um, it, it, like, that almost made me hate acting theater college just because of how much stress surrounded it. And that's why, like, when I was learning my, my audition song for Sweeney, I learned it in like three days uh, from trying to memorize it because like that's how I learned how to memorize stuff in college was like and this was just because of my mindset. I wanted like a college experience, not a theater college experience. So like I'd go into it and I'd be like, oh, that's right. I have to memorize this Shakespeare monologue and then I have to do iambic pentameter right and I have to do this right and this right. And so I would be up till two in the morning fall asleep, wake up at 7 for my 8 a.m. dance dance class, and then, which was not the right way to do it, but I wasn't, I didn't know how to do it, you know? Oh, yeah. I just wasn't prepared. But now, I I still have all of my work from my college. I have my dialect books that I still read, all of my stuff about speech, and um, I have, like, sheet music just from, like, my friends and stuff that we've all passed around together, and I... I just admire all my friends from college too so much, but that finally has sunk into me where it's like, I can now project what I've learned because I had time to actually like rethink about it and be like, okay, how do I drink a cup of water on stage? Do yeah. I actually drink it or do I just swish it around in my mouth? Like, like yeah. a little sea lion. Oh, no. you know? <laughs> I'm going to rescind, or no, I'm going to add to, to my beef here. Oh. My beef oh, no. is oh. cup related to, to, to beef with inanimate objects to join you, Jenna yes. is, Least favorite thing is when an actor is not conscious of the fact that they're holding a cup, usually in TV. It's like, you got scalding hot coffee and you're gesturing with your hands. Like, (laughs) that's not how that would work. You're putting it down on the table and it's sliding. Like, oh, yeah. No. Put some water in that cup if you don't want to drink coffee. You know know what I hate? Put a couple quarters in it. When they get a whole meal. And they don't touch it at all. Mm. And I understand, you know, Mm. you're obviously not chewing, but like, some people chew. Why? Depends on how many takes you take. Why Why are you not touching that plate at all? You've just got it. Now, see, if it were me, it'd be take two, and I'd be like, I need another one. <laughs> can, we get, can we get more steak out here? Steak on the double. <laughs> and um, then suddenly you're acting like you're slow and sluggish. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth steak. Can we get a point? <laughs> you're purposely messing up the takes just to get another steak. You need to stop eating the steak. It's, perf- it, it's ruining your performance. Steak number five. Can we- <laughs> um, I and one that drives me nuts is the wheel when they're in, in, in a car. Oh, yeah. and they're all like, ooh, constantly moving the wheel. Like, bro, come on. They just live on a very windy like, road. Yeah. <laughs> Some LA actors, I think, just never got a driving license. So, <laughs> oh, you know what? I never thought yeah, about yeah, that. Maybe like, maybe some know. of them just have never been behind a wheel. Same wow. with with New York City too. Like, yeah. I'm sure a lot of them just don't. Wow. Maybe. 
Acting tip: Devil's Go to driving advocate. school. <laughs> Get your license. Acting tip: You don't you don't play with the wheel well, that much. In college, my uh, professors would tell us on your resume put special kills driving, special skills. Yeah, like, <laughs> special kills. Vehicular Yeah, but they 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 said like truly, if you don't have any special skills, just put down things you can do. Like I can. Somersault, like, like I put down. That would be relevant. Like, if you could do it, maybe that's what they're looking for, you know? I could do no, that's actually somersault. very funny that yeah. you say somersault because one of the two shows that I was in in college, we were asked whether we could cartwheel. Wow. Yeah. I learned Sometimes. that I can still cartwheel from the time that I was eight. I tried that for the first time on tile floor. Oh, wow. It worked out fine. Okay, good. good. Um, it could have not worked out fine um <laughs> we're not going to talk so about yeah somersaulting yeah. is a special skill yes yes <laughs> gymnastics but don't write gymnastics because then they'll be like do a back handspring and then you'll break your neck <laughs> oh my gosh yeah but theater college i mean if you are devout to going to theater college and you're devout to being an actor and you know that's exactly the path you want to do and that you want to live in new york city then you do it and I'm not talking to Brennan specifically because I know he's Shout there, out Brennan. But shout out Brennan. Warning I'm happy. to Brennan. Oh, then that's okay. No. I've seen Brennan on Insta. He's doing, he's yeah. flourishing. So Love I'm that, man. so happy for him. Me too. Me too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gosh, I remember him showing, uh, we were driving to my house for a pool party after Nonsense and we had Mamma Mia on, but it was the movie version and I sang it wrong and he looked at me and he was like, don't you know the movie version? I'm like, oh my no. God. I'm wow. like, I know the ABBA version, <laughs> you child, literally yelling at me while I'm driving you to my house. <laughs> love you, Brennan. <laughs> I do. I love Brennan and I miss him. Oh. Yeah, it's funny that you, you bring up the college environment though because like that was actually a big i think a contributing factor was like if i like this do i want to be graded on it? i'm such yeah. i'm such like yeah. a bookworm that like so the idea like, like it's already scary to go up there but like do i want to be like numerically judged for my value mm-hmm. me personally absolutely not like i am the i only got a 99 so therefore i'm a failure kind of guy mm-hmm. um oh, wow so like <laughs> That's I, the, I was kind of like that too. The analytical overthinker in me was like, I I'd be so in my own head. I'd be so worried about it. even if I had time. Do I want to potentially like kill that part of me to like be perfect at something that's inherently subjective? Really, exactly. but like I was a little afraid of that. So like when that didn't happen, I was like, well, maybe that's good for me. Like maybe that's a form of protection. Um, yeah, and that goes with all art. In, truly in college yes, classes yes. i mean it, it is a um something that is subjective so how do you truly grade <laughs> did you do your best i think so <laughs> b minus <laughs> but, but like with your teacher you miss a class you go down a whole letter grade it's yeah. like that has nothing to do with it's my about performance being prepared and- it's about taking care of yourself that's because then I started to rationalize what they were teaching me because it's like if you're if you're early you're on time if you're on time you're late if you're late you're fired that kind of thing so it's like oh well if you feel yourself getting sick you better stop yourself from getting sick it's like okay vitamin C it is like yeah tell to that to my appendix <laughs> See, and stuff like that is awful because it's not what it's about like there are so many talented people who didn't do well in school or who didn't care about 
their grades are showing up and who are still just completely talented because it's like either have it or you don't. Mm-hmm. So whatever comes with that. Like, Sean, do you see yourself as an artistic person? Musically? Yeah. Um, drawing? Not so much. Like, art is limited to the theater experience. But, like, it is really weird for me. Like, it is – it's, like, a very big duality because, like, by trade, by training, I, I, I'm a biostatistician. Right. Um, I'm pretty much, like, the furthest you could think from, like, the actor. Um, but I think that that has changed, like, every part of me. And so, like, when, oh, you have to give a presentation. Like, some people are sweating bullets. And it's like – talking to a bunch of people like yeah my favorite thing to do (laughs) that's like nothing for me so like it's it's a weird sort of duality thing where it's like i i i can't quantify myself in that way and so like i don't like to put labels on stuff so like yeah i guess i would say i'm an artistic person but i'm also a neurotic math nerd so well see i i like that you combine because like i that's like one of the first things i noticed like i said is that you were very analytical and, and wanted to get everything Right, and get the vision, whether it was my dad's vision or my vision for their, both shows. shows. Yeah. And so I thought that was cool. And I think, Alex, you do that to an extent as well, is, is you're both like super smart people and both cared a lot about your grades and stuff. So you, it, it just shows like that it like kind of sticks with you and you both care so much and, and want to nail the intellectual side of everything. Sometimes to a fault. <laughs> Most times to a fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just think that's really cool. And then, like, I'm, like, the complete opposite. And I don't know about you, Jenna, if you're more like me or more like them, where I'm just, like... Well, Jenna took a... She, she went to bed after the audition. So, like, she clearly has some <laughs> form of compartmentalization that we're lacking over here. Yeah. You know, when I filled out my form... Truly, I didn't know what was in DJ's head. I didn't even know if he would cast me the way he did. So I was fully expecting to be a little choir girl. You know, like, at the end of the day, I was just like, I just want to be involved. And I wanted him to know that because I understand that, number one, you go off of who you have. So there's no guarantee that I would have fit with the person who he chose for Sweeney. And so I admire that about you, that you would put your vision before your friends. But that's okay. Like, (laughs) obviously, that's okay. Because sometimes, because I'm kind of the same way with my own work. It's like, I love everybody and i hope with their love they would respect that like if i have a vision for what i do they would respect that you know like they can be involved in a different way right so that's what i was trying to exude was like dj i'm just happy to help like please use me as you need to and i got that like it 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 delivered (laughs) (laughs) then i did my job actor actor (laughs) And it is always hard when it's like, all right, now like my friends are auditioning, but I don't, I, I don't let it but, affect. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just, you're really talented, so like it, it, it works with you. But like, if I had somebody, which like also I was worried about Sean, because like I'm like I, I love everything he does. I love his acting. I love his his work ethic. I just don't know if he can sing, and that's kind of very important. So. Um, it's gonna suck if you can't sing, because like then like I don't know, then you just you're not not only you're not Sweeney, but you're not a part in it. Yeah, and, and I mean um, that's that's wild to me because like for the longest time, I mean I think I said this to Vanessa one time. I was like, I don't consider myself an actor. I consider myself right. an act a singer who can act. acts as a vehicle uh-huh. to getting into a musical. Yeah, like I I never considered myself an actor, um, and so. Being in those first two shows as as just sort of a straight play was 
a little nerve wracking because I was like, wait, that's that's not my crutch. Like, right, right. I know I can sing. And so, like, to hear everyone kind of chitter chattering around the theater talking about auditions, like, oh, like people who can sing. And I was like, I'm not worried about the singing. Like, and so, like, you, you were talking on the podcast about like people going up there and singing. And it's like, no, I, I think I can do that. Like, that, that's, but like, cold, when you were talking about cold reads, I was like, again, I think part of my, my fear of cold reads, besides the whole like, you're going up there, you're playing a character you don't know, you're reading it cold. I think that I needed glasses for longer than I knew about. And so reading was physically hard for me. Um, and that kind of turned around once I got glasses, but like <laughs> cold reads are really a, a strange animal there. Yeah. And that can be scary, but like you asked me to prepare one song, which <laughs> apparently like no, you did not real problem. <laughs> but like, <laughs> like you, you, you said, Hey, choose a song you can sing. Like I didn't, I don't get to choose a script I can perform when I go right. to a cold read, but like, right. I know my voice. I know what I can do. I I know how to sing this song, and that's what you're asking me to do. Like, great. This is, and if I didn't, you wouldn't see me up there. Like, right. but like cold read, you go up, and it's like, let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> see, I'm the opposite. Cold readings, I I enjoy them. And yeah. then, oh, you're right. You yeah. are somehow yeah, cool yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. She's well, a freak. I just don't want to <laughs> freak. <laughs> I mean, it's. I feel like it's better than a monologue. Like, oh God, I gotta remember this whole. Well, I'll take a cold read over a monologue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And from a directing standpoint, absolutely. Like anyone could, and I've seen it with musicals before. Like they're gonna work and work and work on this song, so their voice is gonna sound great with this song. And then you know they sing another song at read through. Like, oh my God, no, whoa, whoa, that's not what I signed up for. I've seen it happen. And also, I think we did monologues for one thing, and it was uh, Sleepy Hollow. You have to memorize a ghost story and go up and tell it. And oh. it was cool. But, like, also, I I don't know. My I, I was too young to, like, take that in. But I wouldn't like to do that now because when you see people up on a cold read and you see their mind working, you literally can see their mind, like, mm-hmm. okay, and, like, them change their character throughout a scene. That's – somebody asked what – if I had tips, it might have been Madison. That's another one. Like, make change on the go. When you see somebody change on the go, it's like, oh, wow. So they can do that along with act. Like, that's what we need. You need to be able to change at, at a moment's notice. Like, that. that's so important. So that's why I like a cold read. I hate doing them, like, going up and aud- actually auditioning with it. But from a directing standpoint, yeah, it's it makes it a lot easier to make your decisions. Um. But then there are the the rare few that can't audition and suck at auditions, and then come in and you and blow you away once they like actually know what they're they're working mm-hmm. with and stuff. So yeah, it does get tricky. But that's why I personally like them. I would hate to do monologues because like you can work on that monologue for five five years. You just have it in your back pocket. Bring it out. And right. Then, and when you've got what yeah. six seven weeks to put on a show, it's like, yeah. do you have time to get the whole show to that caliber? Right. Yeah. Right. With whatever, and then there's something to be said about doing your homework, but we don't have a lot of time to do our homework when we're putting <laughs> right. on these shows. So, like, can you get there, or where can you reasonably get in that amount of time with that volume of right of script? So, like, that is a different. And we're gonna have to dance a little bit. Gross. Have you waltzed before? I did in Frankenstein. <gasps> oh, for sure. True. I learned how to partner waltz, so oh, I can box step the heck out of a stage. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited for, for that whole, 
You talk about the end, right? Yeah, yeah. That whole end bit. Very excited about all of it and getting there. And that's another reason why I like both of you is that I believe that both of you can act very well as well. So it's like I don't see you guys as just singers. Thank you. I I appreciate that. I mean, even when we went to your concert, the first song, I think it was (gasps) Mr. Snow. I I have to say something after this. Keep going. You emoted so well. You were so animated in your singing. And that's one. Mr. Snow is my back pocket song. Like, that's the one. I I, loved it. I learned it in college. I have a couple that I learned in college and I bring out when I need to. But I love Mr. Snow. I love Carrie Pipperidge as a character because that is... Um, I embody her silliness for sure because she is like she's she's a little silly. Silly but, Goose University. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also love her because in the show Carousel, she's head over heels for Mr. Snow, and I love love. I am I am a hopeless romantic, so I I can really relate to her <laughs> singing about her life with this man who just proposed to her. I just love it. So, but not, love you, it. But I was just gonna say you love it. Oh, <laughs> Okay, sorry. I Sweeney it. Yeah. No. Oh, that mm. one doesn't work? Mm. No. It doesn't. I'm sorry. Mm. You want to try it a second time? You want to try it I, no? I Todd, I Sweeney t- I. You know what? What were you going <laughs> to say? What were you going to say? <laughs> um, I Okay, so at your concert, yeah. Alex, Natalie, and I went to your concert. And um, my favorite part of the whole concert, I was watching like the whole thing it so the setup was like everyone was standing it was a at choir the back. concert yeah so mm-hmm. the whole choir was standing at the back and then if you had a solo you came up and you did your solo and whenever y- anyone else came up to do a solo everyone else everyone had a bunch of solos you were always like bopping your head and smiling like like you were like a proud yes! mom and you were so into it and like everyone like, everyone else was just like just sto- like sitting there yeah stoic and just like yeah, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like you seem to enjoy being there, and other people are just like, "I'm here." And you were yeah. so happy for everyone, and to me, that was the coolest part of the whole concert. Like you could have been back there, like, "Oh, that should be my this should be my solo." I mean, and you, you were had back five, there. So, like, <laughs> literally, I wish okay. I had less solos for that concert. We were all so exhausted, but that's the thing. This is what so why I love theater. This is a big moment why i love theater is the community part of it it's the friendship part of it it's the teamwork Mm -hmm. because i don't want to work alone like in my day jobs i don't want to work alone like i i get that some people just want to work on a desk and send emails but it's like i need to be around people like i need that energy and so when you are in a space with all these people and you have that one thing in common you really want to support because like that's what i want you know i want to be supported by my team i expect sean to support me as i will support him i expect the cast to support me as i will support the cast because it's not like i'm gonna only talk like talk to sweeney todd for the whole show like i talk to toby i talk to randos in the in the (laughs) cast so it's like you have to be supportive and like you have to know that at the end of the day it isn't about you like you have to know like Mm -hmm. yes i have a big role and i have a lot to say and i have a lot to sing but one person does a production not make exactly i think that's hard for actors to get though because actors can have egos and i and i I I never feel that here i I I did i mean when i was younger i so Part of my uh, high school career, my junior year, I was cast as Christine in Phantom of the Opera. Very proud, very proud moment for me. And I I did take it a little step too far. Like, I had my moments where I was being a little 
rat. <laughs> but um, but like my friends in the theater would say things to me like maybe you shouldn't say that, and I'd be like, they, I'd think about it, and I'd be like, well, they're right. Like, yes, I'm I I'm a part, important part, but at the end of the day, it's like everybody's a part of it, and why should I single myself out when we have all these talented people doing wonderful work? Yeah. So. At the end of the day, like for all actors involved, just know that like you're only as good as your most least used cast member. You know, right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I, don't know I also think it, it has like a, a big effect on, yeah. You you do the show, you you run the show, two weekends, whatever. But then you think about it, you talk about it, you relive it for the rest of your life, or you suppress it because it was a terrible experience and you right. never think about it again. And so like what's going to give you that thing that you want to look back on? Like, yeah, maybe if you're extremely self-centered, you might say like, Ooh, I was the star. But like, it's about that, that feeling that every single person got on board with. mm -hmm. And so like a real production, like that's going to stick, I think in, in your mind and everyone else's mind and the audience's mind. It's like, I think you can tell when like a production is solid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're not going to get that if you get a bunch of people with their noses in the air. Mm-hmm. Or somebody who's only focusing on themselves. It's like, then right. it's like they're taking away, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Taking away from the big picture. Absolutely. And that's why I think Frankenstein is so successful. It's like every time oh, somebody would come so off good. stage, everyone's like, yes. Like that was when Ben did his first walk, the support from everybody in the building is why he was able to do it yeah. eight, eight more nights. That, like, no you doubt in my feel mind. feel it. When I yeah. sat in the audience for mm-hmm. it, my mouth. A gape. Literally, I couldn't stop smiling watching Ben come down those mm-hmm. stairs, just because I was just like, "You didn't rush it." No, either. and I like lo- you took your take time. your time. Everybody's in such a rush, and yes, there are times to rush, but like, if you have such a beautiful moment like that, take it. Like, oh, bathe in it. Yeah. Everybody had their eyes on you, Ben, <laughs> and he soaked it all in. And it was, a, and it was he used support. that energy in the audience, and he put it right back out at yeah. us. Excellent work. Excellent work on Ben's half. And it was all the support. And Dan's half, of course, because he was a witness. You could feel Dan's fear as he watched Mm -hmm. his creation come down the stairs. That's the other part of it, where it's that duality. (laughs) (laughs) And that's something that I want to create with every show now that I direct. It's something like that where it's like everyone is so supportive of each other Mm -hmm. because it was just the best feeling. Whenever or like we would have those rehearsals, it's like we're going to work on this scene until we get it. And then once we got it, and ev- the way everyone would react was like, "This is it. Mm. We are we are a true team." And that I've learned so much from that experience. And like the biggest thing a director can do is be the cheerleader. And and if a show's not going well, the audience isn't receiving it well. Instead of going back at intermission and being like, "You guys suck," <laughs> you have to go back and be like, "You you guys are all here for a reason." Let's do it. Like let's mm-hmm. step it up. Like you got this. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't do that for Here We Sit. Because, um, you know, it's <laughs> it, there. There were times when it's like I was going to say, here we say it was a little bit. Well, because my dad, yeah, we did. We did nice cop, or what is good that? Cop, good cop, bad. good cop, bad cop. Yeah. Um, sometimes, if you're doing a comedy and the audience isn't laughing, nothing you can do. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. So it's like you could be the cheerleader, be like, go out there and kick butt, or you could just be like, let's just get through it. Tomorrow's a new day, and we'll mm-hmm. do it. And so that's kind of that was my stance on that, which probably shouldn't have been. But um, that that's the biggest takeaway from from Frankenstein, and what I want to bring to this immediately is the support, especially in singing. Like that mm-hmm. is so big, and like 
support every single person and be all of your cheerleaders because I am truly a fan of everyone in this cast because they're all very talented. So that is like the number one thing is just let's support each other and create something where you're not afraid to take risks and you're not afraid to fail. Yeah, and I think this is a this is a great show for a company. Yeah. I think that there are some shows where the, the chorus or, or whatever you want to call it just like is a bunch of floating heads that shuffle in and out and they all just like, oh, we sang in three-part harmony and then we're done. <laughs> um, but like this is so... There's there's so many like little moments and spotlights and and solos and duets and little trios and like there's there's moments for people to shine where a principal member is not on stage yeah and no this moment's about you yes take it like because you're good yes. you, you wouldn't be here if you weren't good like show them that you're good and I I think that that's that's gonna be super exciting especially when we we start doing the the read through sing through is like. There's there are baked in moments for people to have their moment that aren't a named character. Yes. And that's not a given in any show. Like sometimes you're just a floating head. Yeah. Now there's a lot of puns to be made in all of that. <laughs> floating head baked in Oh, that was not <laughs> intentional. Ooh, that's a good one. I am a child. I was I was laughing at all that. But yeah, no, I completely agree. Is this is a great time for them to um, take advantage of, the, of this opportunity and and yeah I, I want to do a lot with the chorus that's maybe not usually done but just have them be there and just like a constant presence as a witness yes to our crimes yes yeah mm-hmm. I love it I love it and instead of just having them be the townspeople because uh, I feel like that's become like a negative thing like oh there's townspeople um, have them be this kind of different entity that like doesn't really exist but kind of exists and they're kind of narrating but they're kind of not and they're just there. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited. The show does kind of acknowledge that. Like, you're literally yeah. singing the things that are happening to the audience. Yes. Like, it's self-referential. And so, it's like, to take that stance, like, well, I'm just a, a guy walking down the street. It's like, well, why are you singing at me then? <laughs> yeah, right. But, like, to take that me? sort of Greek, Greek, Greek chorus approach makes sense with the show. And, yeah, yeah it is a little different. And I think that is, that's a really strong choice. And I, I can't wait to see how it plays out. Um, but it also gives gives room for for choices and for for directorial choices and for for acting choices for for the, those members, and so I I think that's that's going to be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was talking about a picture yesterday that I can't wait I can't wait to see this. I won't spoil it, but um, oh, during, during us no, I talked to both of you guys about yeah. it. The, 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 <laughs> so uh, everyone but Alex knows, and yeah, everyone but Alex, yeah. Oh, oh okay. okay. No, you do know because you are oh. part of it. It's a, oh, wait, I yeah, yeah, she memory, did. So. The cloaks. Well, I remember. Oh. Um, and then, yeah. Got it. Yeah, you'll see it. You'll see it, listener. Can you do that yeah. one more time? <laughs> Hear that at home, folks. I'm remembering it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the yeah, number with the I laser remember. gun fight. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do it where they d- didn't know what I was talking about. But, yes, there are laser guns in the show. All right. <laughs> come in. They take down Sweeney with the uh. laser guns. <laughs> you're not you're not a barber. You're just a stormtrooper. Yeah. Attend the tail at laser Tron. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. All right. All, you said all my puns have failed this time. Sweeney Pod is the name of this episode. I like so, that. Yeah. So there it is. I'm the episode name. So <laughs> good one. Uh, it is. A, it's a great it one. Good. It Sweeney is Pod. a good one. I wanted to attend the tale of Sweeney Pod. But it's too much if we're going to do, what is it? 
Oh, the second two, ten. Second ten. Second ten. Second ten. It's just a lot of words. So we'll do second ten. Sweeney Pod. Sweeney Pod. Should we do Sweeney Podcast or Sweeney Pod? I think Pod works. Sweeney Pod. Yeah. Yeah. Pod with two Ds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh I knew it. We're that. making magic oh in this room. <laughs> magic is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have our rehearsals in here. <laughs> 40 all, people. All 40. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so this little area is a stage. <laughs> we make We're going to use action figures. Yeah. Yes, yes. Can you get up on her shoulders, please? <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can see you on the second level. <laughs> you, If you could just be a staircase real quick. <laughs> <laughs> stake, stake number six, please. Um, <laughs> wow, that was quite the callback. <laughs> That's oh right. My goodness. We do callbacks here, folks, and we don't remove them, like Paul said. That's a callback to last episode. He said he made a joke in a different podcast, and they removed the first part of the joke. So when he oh. called back, it didn't make sense. Right. He did say that. I, I listened listen to the podcast on, like, I did. I listened to that one twice. But sometimes I'm in my car, and I just, like, I have it on, and I, I remember hearing it, and then I'm just like, I miss stuff, too. Yeah. I, sometimes you just get deep in thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been listening to so much Sweeney that it's like I, I would mix it in. So a little bit of Paul, a little bit of Sweeney, mm-hmm. and uh, suddenly I'm like, "How does that part go in Sweeney Todd?" Pause the podcast, <laughs> go to Sweeney Todd, yes. listen to the track, go back to the pod. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just how it has to be sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, should we should we ask our age old questions? We d- we kind of did their favorite show they were in. I guess we didn't ask that. No, we did. We got ten minutes. Jenna, you can go first. Yeah, mine's probably shorter. Obviously, I have two other choices, um, but I, I or one that you've seen. Well, being the character being in both Ghostlight history, and I would have to say, but the, my favorite character I've ever played, Henry was Henry was great. Um, it was interesting for me. It was the first time I had really played a comedic role, and I mean, like, yeah, Frankenstein's a comedy, right? <laughs> um, but just to to know that I could do that was like a really cool feeling. Yeah. And I, I remember two two moments in particular that were like, I think are, are going to be moments that I, I take with me for a really long time. One, it was like the second performance. I had never done it before. It was just a, a thought that crossed my mind. In the, the scene where um, Elizabeth is trying to get Henry to go to London, um... She's she she has her little jab at me, and before I delivered my line, I just looked at her, and the audience roared. I was like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> like I just turned my head, and I was like, Oh, that was funny, I guess. And it was just like this like sick little feeling. I was like, <laughs> I got them. <laughs> and then like then I had to say the line. I was like, oh crap, they used up their laugh already. Yeah. They laughed again. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so like it was just like this maniacal like, ooh, comedy's fun sort of moment. And then the other moment from that show that I think was really important was I was like seeing my family afterwards, like m- milling around in the, the the audience and after the show, obviously. Ben's coming down the stairs. Hey, yeah. guys. Like, hey, what's going on? No. Um, and out of the corner of my eye, I see somebody kind of like lurking. I was like, okay, we're blocking the, the aisle, whatever. I'll just kind of step back and like, oh, they're probably going to talk to Isabel. And like, I don't know who this person is. And I turned eventually, and it was this little girl. She was like maybe 10, 11 years old. She's like, 
I just want to let you know that you were my favorite part. Oh, I was like, yeah, sorry. Thank you so much. Like, I'm sorry I died. She's like, <laughs> it, it's okay. And it was just like, it was so sweet that like she, she went out of her way to go do that. And like, that means a lot to me. Cause like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. And so it's just like, yeah, I mean like it's Frankenstein, like it's not the Henry show, but like for this little girl to be like, Oh, I, I, you were my favorite character. And I'm sad that you died. I was like, yeah, I'm sad that I died too, but it was fun. <laughs> um, being That's dead, awesome. being dead was my favorite part of that show, though. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Henry Henry was a really great role, and I'm really like honored to have have done that. But as far as things that I've seen, again, I only have like about the last year. But I have to say, and maybe maybe it's just because it's the freshest. Like, I was like busting my gut during Here We Sit. Like, I I had been around. I was doing crew. It was a game night, and everyone except for me was in Here We Sit. I, I didn't audition for Here We Sit. I kind of needed to save up my, my juice for the musical <laughs> um, coming off of Frankenstein. And, like, people, Callum's talking about, oh, yeah, when we go and we grab all the stuffed animals and this is happening and someone's talking about, oh, yeah, when when DJ does this and he, he falls down, blah, blah. I was like, I have no idea what you are talking about, <laughs> but you're all talking about it with such conviction. I guess I'll just have to see it and find And then I saw it and I was like, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I get every bit of energy that you're all talking about like it shows up there and i don't know if it's just because like okay knew so many of the people up there or is it a, a theater people thing or is it just objectively a, a universal human truth but like just so many of the moments in here we sit i was just like i'm gonna be thinking about this for a really long time like it was just <laughs> so funny and I, I think i i i don't think dj you give yourself enough credit for your physical stuff that you did <laughs> in there job, yeah. um even even if you oh I, I stole everything from my parents whatever like just looking at someone doing something like you can't necessarily translate that into actually doing it yourself um i just just so many moments where you, you like that whole scene you don't say anything but like we are laser locked onto like what what little <laughs> hijink is going to happen next um and so yeah here recent was just a roar of a good time so i'd have to say I mean, everything I've seen has been good, but, like, here we sit, like, I left with, like, a stitch on my side. It was, it was oh, really good. good. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Thank you. What was the question? Um, favorite. Favorite that I've been in. Yeah. Well, my favorite play that I've been in would have to be A Night of Dark Intent because, I don't know, like, just so much happened during that run, and also, it's, I love the show itself. I think it's very fun and mer- very mysterious and well-written. <laughs> so, so I think it's a great show, and I was very happy to be in it. Um, but my favorite musical that I saw was definitely Cabaret. Uh, I think the first musical I saw here was... It was everybody was wearing black, and then they had one piece of color. Godspell. Godspell. So the first show I ever saw at... Ghostlight was Godspell. Wow, I didn't know you went back that far. Mm-hmm. I have pictures of me and Bo together at every show he's oh, been in. Oh, that's right, Bo, yeah, yeah. So Bo is really the one who brought me in. Um, but I remember seeing Cabaret and the ending with mm-hmm. that. I was, I like thinking about it now, I just, I remember being overcome with emotion that I didn't like feel during the show. Like that last one really like sent it home with a punch. Yeah. 
And I also just love the crew. I really thought the people up top were playing their instruments because I didn't know how things were done around there. So I was just like, oh, my gosh, they have a full band upstairs. <laughs> but I really liked uh, Jill did a wonderful job because Jill's an amazing dancer. So, like, she just bodied that role. And then Brad was in that one, too, right? Yes, he was. And yep. so I saw Brad, and Brad did a great job, too. Yep. And I loved that. Yeah. So that was my favorite musical. And then was there any other questions? What was your favorite just normal play you saw? Or was that your favorite normal or just well, my favorite normal play that I saw? Well, I saw Frankenstein, so obviously that has to be it. Oh. <laughs> I lo- I truly I love Frankenstein. I, I Thank you. It Thank was you. good. It it's I think the only one that's made me actually cry. Dude, yeah. Well, here we sit, maybe cry. Of laughter? No. Ben and Carla made me oh, cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It had the it had its moments and I you know, as an audience member, I was like Oh, I don't think this is funny. But like, it had like its one-liners because VJ naturally the yeah. way he like zings them, you're just like. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like watching taking the step back and doing the serious part, I liked that. Yeah, I, yeah. I mm-hmm. thought it was refreshing, and um, it made the laughs pack more punches. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes you have to find that's like Sweeney Todd. You have to find the funny and the morbid. So yeah, and there were there were still moments of like that wry humor. Within the seriousness, With, like it's yes. not just always goofy shenanigans, like you falling down on top of chairs. Like there's right. physical humor, there's more literal humor, and then there's sort of like that. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. oh yeah, like yeah. small chuckle. Yes. I, I yes. see what you're yes. doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's a nice mm-hmm. balance there. And I like, I really did like here we sit too, Alex. Alex made me laugh <laughs> oh, when she would grab the microphone and go, "It's cold in here." <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I Carla made me cry during hers too. So shout out, shout You're out Carla. You're on stage, right? I know it. Yep. Oh. We would hug after all all of them because like she was so nervous, and then the last one was her last oh. show there. So like that was really tough. Those are real tears. Stop, you're gonna make me start to cry. <laughs> We've already had crying on the spot. I know. Yeah, so would it be the first? I was like, time. what if I cry? And I'm like, oh wait, DJ already has that spot. <laughs> oh, Vanessa cried before me. Oh, that's true. Damn it! I'm sorry, Vanessa. Claim so, <laughs> your rightful she place, takes Vanessa. It, yes. Shout out, Vanessa. I wonder if I'll ever cry. Happy belated birthday, Vanessa. <laughs> yeah, you didn't cry when, when Carla was leaving. Fake fan. <laughs> I? What are you talking about? In the back? In the green room? When oh, no, I was just talking, no, I was talking about on the podcast. Okay, but I still cried. Okay. Yeah. In the she green still room, got her Carla tears yeah. out. <laughs> green room, she was, she was, it was her last show. Yeah. She was crying. She made me cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not fake. You cry <laughs> as a team, remember? Team That's true. That's true. That's true. Mine just came a little early. <laughs> okay, so um, we forgot something from the beginning. So the we, vocab. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, go I noticed halfway through. Me too. Well, I have to do this. I yes. didn't remember at all. You mean I'm you not have well, to do this because I obviously won't remember. I, no, I know this. I know this. No. Wow, are you learning? Not from this. I just oh. know these. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna say this one because it's a Red Hot Chili Pepper song, and it's one of my favorite songs. Let me just. I don't. Uh, California. <laughs> <laughs> Zephyr, a oh, gentle breeze. Zephyr. Zephyr was just what we needed to keep cool on that hot summer day. Zephyr, go go get that song and listen. Great song. Okay, Red Hot oh. Chili Peppers. Shout out Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> if you're out Shout there out listening, Anthony Kiedis. I yes. hope you're well. Yes, he's definitely not wearing a shirt right now. Oh, good for That's... him. You know what? I'll join him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and on that note, let's. Uh... Yeah. Oh, we just hit two hours. Oh, cool. man. I'll two Whoa. hours. One minute. Look at that. Okay. See, we made it. Yep. Okay. Uh, do you want to do the goodbyes, or do you want me to? 
Uh, we you still do, need to I come up I with I something. Last week. What? We still need to come up with something for that. Like an actual a thing that we do every time. I know. Thank you for joining us at the Ghost Light. Wait, no, no it's a starry night. <laughs> you know what? I'll leave it to the professionals. <laughs> we were going to do Ghost Light Podcast, but there's a there's, there's already, already one. one. Yeah, yeah. And the picture is so cool. Shout out to the Ghost Light Podcast. <laughs> Their picture is if so cool. Thanks for being better than us. I have someone who ended <laughs> up in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> I have it saved on my phone because the picture is so cool. You know, it's like a skeleton holding a light. Ghost guy with the mic as the mic is so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely more our vibe, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other one's really cool and super artistic. Um, so shout out, shout out to the Ghost Light Podcast. You guys are killing it. <laughs> Have you listened to one episode? No, but they're killing it with their artwork. Maybe <laughs> shout I will out to the I'll art director now. of the Ghost yeah. Light Podcast. Yeah. Very cool, very cool stuff. Um, yeah, uh, follow us on social media. Sorry Night Theater on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. Tracy's doing great stuff there. Shout out Tracy. Shout out Ari because Ari's also doing great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Ari also auditioned. She has a very great voice. So um, I was telling Tracy like it's rare to get somebody who can act and sing. So like, that's why you two are, are rare, a rare breed. And um, Ari joins that group as well. She, she's got a very good voice and she can obviously act. So Can't wait to hear it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out. Ari. Oh yeah, you weren't there. I was no, there no. the day she auditioned and. Sean pulled some shenanigans with her too. Oh, oh no. yeah, she he stopped her in the audition and said, "No, I want to hear you sing, sing this song," and so she switched from Joanna to Greenfinch. Oh. And she did it. And she killed seamlessly, both seamlessly at fifteen years old. Yeah, at a girl Good for you. Yeah, shout out her. Yeah. And and Sean was great. He was like, "Look, if you don't know this, you don't know it. That's fine. We'll just move on to the next one. No, no worries." And she's like, "No, I, I'll I'll try it." And she did. She killed it. And so it's like now that's in her back pocket. Not only did yeah. you get all this stuff thrown at you, you got it all thrown at you and you killed it. Yeah. And it was her first time singing in front of us. So like she was nervous about that. So shout out to her. She's Yeah, I got to join that group once in a while or at some point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. You could have auditioned for this. I could have. Yep. But I didn't. Shout out I've to ju- I've just never, <laughs> I've never sang in front of people before. It's nerve wracking, okay? Oh, I know. I know it. <laughs> that's why I give everyone credit for doing it. But my mom was disappointed that I didn't. Really? Yeah. I am too. I mean, but she's not going to be disappointed anymore. Because yeah. you are like in. But I, I do think like this is a good first experience. Yeah, a good starting point. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like I, I when I was in musicals, I, I would just be like, can I just be in the background? And my mom's like, yeah, sure, whatever. So that's where I got my start. Not that I'm a singer, and not that I sing in front of anyone, but like it was just cool to like get in there, and then that it made me like musicals because yeah. I used to hate musicals. I've always wanted to be in a musical, so. Here you are. Why not start with fun. Sweeney Todd? Yeah. Attend the tail. <laughs> Tickets are available on our website. Go to the website. Um, what are the dates of the shows? The July, last, last weekend of July, first weekend of August. Yes. So, yeah, come come out, see it, come out, support. Great, very talented cast. I can't wait to give updates, weekly updates after rehearsals and stuff on here. Um, yeah, any closing remarks from either of you two? Uh, I love you, Mom. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having us. Shout out to the Thank parents. Thank you for being here, yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening. See ya. See ya.